It's game day. And time for Red Rebel Football on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The Rebel Radio crew is about to set the stage for what hopes to be another Red Rebel victory on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Tell Mama and them to get set for the Twin City Certified Maryville Game of the Week. And look out, because here come those Rebels. Game day to you and welcome to Rebel Radio Live from Knoxville West High School for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and tonight the Rebels are on the road and look face-to-face with another bunch of Rebels as they renew the rivalry with Knox West. The West Rebels coming in tonight at an 8-0 record averaging north of 42 points per game and a victory over the Alcoa Tornadoes. The Rebels come in at 6-2 with wins over Heritage, Farragut, Powell, Bearden, Science Hill, and last week's dismantling of the Hardin Valley Hawks. Can the Red Rebels find their groove and put the first blemish on the West Rebels season? Well, we're about to find out. But as we look to preview game number nine, Mr. Metz, how about them Rebels? How about a quote from Smokey and the Bandit, Wayne? He's bound and down, <laughs> loaded up and trucking. We got to do what they say can't be done. The Red Rebels head to Knoxville to play the undefeated Rebels of Knox West, ranked number one in Tennessee 5A by the AP, led by the Latham brothers, Carson Jesse and Jacarius Wren. Well, Wayne, just watch the old Rebels run. Jason Manneker, three sacks last week. Peyton Cooper picked for a score, and let's not forget, Noah Vaughn's 1,254 yards and 17 touchdowns. Wayne, the Red Rebels got them ears on. And they're hot on the trail. Well, I'm excited to be here. Knox West is a, is a first for me uh, here at Bill Wilson Field on the campus of Knoxville West High School. We're in the uh, visiting stands, uh, high atop the visiting stands, but uh, we are here with those who like us. Uh, we're here with the Rebel Faithful, and we're excited to be here. Uh, but ultimately, Ben, uh, it's a battle of two groups of uh, a football team uh, that, that really both have a lot to prove here tonight. For Knox West, uh, obviously they carry the load of Knox County uh, and the, uh, I guess, the feudal record that they've had against the Red Rebels, and that's something they're looking to attack here tonight. Uh, but the Red Rebels, uh, two losses on the season, and people have given up on the Red Rebels. Well, not this bunch here. Uh, this is a crew that had a great week of practice. Coach Hunt talked about maybe some of the better practices of all season. People really looking eye to eye with each other and, and finding some accountability. Uh, I think we're going to be ready to play here tonight, and I like what the Rebels have bringing here to Knox West. Yeah, and Coach Hunt talked about it last week, Wayne, coming back from fall break, just the ability to execute and play clean. You know, they had one penalty uh, last week uh, for five yards. They were one for nine on third down conversions, one for one on fourth down conversions versions were the Hawks, so uh, I was really excited to see how that defense played last week. You know, looking at Knoxville West, their three losses a year ago, Alcoa, Maryville, and the Powell Panthers that, that finished off their season as Powell went on to win the 5A classification. But you look at it, last year's matchup, uh, very much similar rosters. Uh, of course, Maryville has turned over their quarterback position and has changed uh, a few receivers there. But Knox West brings basically the same bunch back uh, here for 2022. So going to be very interesting. Uh, like I said, a lot of output for this Knox West squad. 42 points per game, and their defense is holding teams to under 
9.9 points per contest. Uh, that's uh, a big uptick from last year. They were scoring 37 points a game and gave up nearly 20. So they've uh, they've really made some adjustments there. But a lot of usual suspects, as I talked about, Carson Jesse, the returning quarterback. He was 19 on the jersey a year ago. He'll be number nine here tonight. Uh, but he is he is the gear shifter that makes this thing tick. He knows what to, what trigger to pull and when he needs to do it to find Jacarius Wren, the Latham brothers, and then the likes thereof. They've got a lot of playmakers on this squad. Yeah, 836 passing yards with eight, eight touchdowns on the season, Wayne. They run a single back spread offense designated to work the seams and rely on the line. You'll see multiple receivers tonight and a lot of trust in the junior to throw deep. Yeah, I think defensively, you look at Knox West. They've shut they've shut four teams out on their eight victories. Uh, they've got another couple that have scored in single digits. So I think being able to be aggressive with this defense, pushing the issue downfield, and really being balanced as Coach Hunt uh, has been chasing with this offense all year long is finding balance. I mean, I think we know Noah Vaughn's going to touch the ball a lot tonight, and I think he's going to have to for us to win the football game. But I think it's can Zeke McCoy step up and be the guy. Can Jax Kirby step up and be the guy? Or is there a name we're not thinking about? Is it is it one of these younger players that's had a great week of practice and is going to get a few targets here tonight? Yeah, last week you gotta you got to find that solution in the perimeter to open up Noah. Be more balanced. Coach Hunt talks about that, 256 yards rushing to 80 yards passing against Hardin Valley. That's not up to Coach Hunt's expectations. Uh, he mentioned moving Cannon to wide receiver and using Jax Kirby down the road. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, we're getting a, a touch ahead. Knox West did the uh, national anthem pre uh, our start of the broadcast, so a little thrown off on timing. Uh, but uh, last last week, yes, there was a lot of offense, uh, 42 points. You're going to have to have that. But I think one of the biggest keys last week was the defense, the smothering defense of Jason Manneker. Last week, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We get, we had an opportunity earlier this week to sit down with him, do the Red Hot Minute, learn a little bit about Manneker mania is something that Friday nights is, is blessed to have. But through the middle of the week, I learned a lot of cool things about Jason Manneker in the Red Hot Minute, and uh, you're about to. Here's the Red Hot Minute. And we're pleased to be joined with last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, the one and only Jason Manneker. Uh, again, Jason, appreciate the time as always. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Jason, uh, had yourself a night last week against Hardin Valley. Three sacks, I believe, on the night and had a, a really good night in the backfield. Uh, you you were uh, making yourself right at home. And one of the benefits of doing that is, is being able to do the Red Hot Minute here in the pregame show of the following week. So if you're just new to this, shotgun-style questions where we'll ask Jason a lot of things that some things you might know, but a lot of things you're not going to know, but just to learn a little bit more about the Rebels. But are you ready, Mr. Manneker? Yes. Sir, I'm ready. The game begins in three, two, one. All right, Jason, what is your favorite non-football activity? Ooh, track and field. Favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, strawberry. Favorite superhero? Ooh, mm, Batman. What is your favorite class in high school non-sports related? Uh, AP European History. On a scale of one to Carrie Underwood, rate your karaoke skills. Ooh, <laughs> five. If you could attend any sporting event for free, what would it be? Ooh, uh, Super Bowl. Favorite video game or board game? Uh, Monopoly. If you could have any vehicle to drive, regardless of cost, what would it be? Uh, 2022 Tundra. Most used social media platform? Twitter or Instagram? 
Jason, uh, appreciate the time. You have survived this week's Red Hot Minute. Uh, fun talking with you. Learned a little bit. I appreciate you being right in the middle of the spectrum because to this point, yeah. either people are really confident in their karaoke skills or they give themselves a one. So I can appreciate a little of the road grade there. But appreciate it, man. I know uh, this week, big test, Knoxville West on the docket. But uh, I know you guys are preparing hard for that and are, are going to be ready to go. All right, Jason. Well, I appreciate the time. As always, go get them this Friday night. And, uh, again, appreciate doing the Red Hot Minute. Thank you, sir. Appreciate you. And that has been Jason Maniker, this past week's Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. Let's take us a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. And welcome back to Knoxville West High School, Bill Wilson Field, where your Red Rebels are taking on the Knoxville West Rebels. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Uh, probably one of the funner, uh, I don't want to say any of them were bad, but the Red Hot Minute with Jason Manneker, a lighter side of a guy who intensity uh, is kind of something that I would describe him as. I like that he chose Batman. Batman has no superhero powers. He's just a really sweet ninja. Yeah, well, and the thing is, you want to learn something about Wayne? Uh, Batman could actually happen. There's a lot of superheroes that you're just like, I don't know, maybe an alternate universe could happen. Batman, all you got to do is make a lot of money. It could happen, kind of like Iron Man. But anyway, moving right along. You know, uh, Ben, I think we've uh, we jumped the gun a little bit. Like I said, Knoxville West already knocked out their uh, national anthem, as tonight looks to be senior night here for the West Rebels. And uh, we, we kind of talked about what Coach Hunt said in our interview, but we hadn't let the people hear his interview. So uh, we're able to sit down with Coach Hunt earlier in the week, talk about what he learned through the Hardin Valley matchup, what he had uh, as he was going through that one and then uh, ultimately looked at what he had coming into tonight. Knoxville West, again, an 8-0, and uh, or a, a football team, 8-0 and on the season that really has a lot of aspirations, wants to get another victory, but he talked about how he's got to control what he can control. So as Coach explained it, we're going to let you hear it. Here's Coach Hunt's interview. And we're pleased to be joined by the head football coach of your Maryville Red Rebels, Coach Derek Hunt. Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Yes, sir. Thank you, Wayne. Coach, a good, good victory, good solid win there last week against Hardin Valley. An amazing output by the defense. Really kind of held Hardin Valley in check all night long. Actually finished the game with negative rushing yards on the night. How how did that uh, how did that feel to get get the defense kind of moving in that direction? Yeah, it felt really good. They came out ready to play, and our kids were eager to get back on the field. You know, we had a coming off a bye week and a tough loss against Cleveland. So I was really proud of them with the way they responded. You know, I think we went out and did what we were supposed to do, um, played hard, you know, and, um, and our defensive guys were certainly flying around. So Jason Manneker was last week's uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, and he really, he lived in the backfield most of the time that he was in the football game. Is he is he a guy that just continues to, to kind of elevate his game as the seasons went on? Yeah, I think so. And I kind of challenged our guys over, you know, our 
our our bye week, you know what we have not we have not reached our full potential. And I wasn't talking about as a team. Obviously, that's the case. But I just think individually, even some of our best players can continue to improve and get better. And so the last thing you want to do is just think, well, it's towards the end of the year. You know, we are who we are. You know, we're just going to be as good as we are at this point. That's that's not true. You can continue to work and get better. And uh, even 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 our best players, even our seniors. So uh, he is one that I think has kind of fit that mold. Continue to work at practice every day. His motor is tremendous. His effort is awesome. And that is why he continues to get better. You know, I think he, he continues to work very hard. But uh, Noah Vaughn, uh, he had uh, he led the rushing category five touches, 88 yards and two touchdowns. Was it good to limit, be able to limit his touches to, to have him at his full potential late in the season? Yeah, I mean, obviously he's got to touch the football in any game for us. But, you know, we our whole goal is to be balanced. And we have to do that. And we're still trying to find ways that, you know, we can get other guys involved. And, and you know, I think we're getting there. You know, you got Gage Ledoux, Price Davis also at running back. And then, you know, Jax Kirby kind of emerged as a guy that, that we think is going to be, you know, a key kind of down the stretch. And then obviously with DJ Gillen, Wilkins at tight end. So we're at Ken Cannon Johnson playing coming over from the defensive side. So you know, it was good to get a lot of a lot more guys involved and you know, starting to run the football a little bit with Matthew Clemmer is going to help as well. Well, that that was my next point to make was Matthew Clemmer. Uh, he had three carries, but 27 yards, some some design quarterback keepers. How, how big was that? And, and was that a point of emphasis out of the bye week? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, you know, you want to keep him healthy all season long, but, uh, but our identity is not necessarily with a quarterback run. It's just something that we think can make us – you know, harder to defend, and so we felt like you know here we're at the get, getting towards the end of the year. You know, it's time to start uh, trying to to develop just another another asset that we can use, and so. Uh, Matthew, really big kid. Obviously, he's athletic, um, and he's not gonna he's not gonna break away and, and take off and burn everybody. But at the end of the day, he's an athletic kid who's really big and moves well. So you know, he's somebody that I think can certainly make plays for us. You know, uh, on third down and fourth down, and even near the goal line. Um, you know, and, and just be another weapon for us that that defenses have to prepare for. And was it was it important to get that on film coming out of the open date just to to make sure that these final two opponents uh, see that and, and have to prepare for it. Yeah, I mean, obviously that's part of it, but at the end of the day, like I said, it's it's just, it's getting towards the end of the year, and it's time to, you know, it's time to start utilizing every single thing we've got to try to be at our best. Absolutely, and this week, uh, a big test coming for the the, uh, the Red Rebels as we head to Knox West. Uh, Knox West undefeated on the season. Uh, some really, really nice big wins. Uh, one notably uh, against the Alcoa Tornadoes. Uh, this is a team that uh, was very good a year ago. Their their only three losses was to uh, Maryville, was to the 3A state champs Alcoa and the 5A state champs Powell. That's their three losses from a year ago. They've been able to uh, kind of beat Alcoa earlier in the season. A thriller there on a Thursday night. But this is uh, this is obviously probably their regular season biggest game of the year. Yeah, maybe so. You know, I, I mean, anytime you, you get to host Maribel, it's going to be a big, a big, big game and a great atmosphere for, for that school. And we, we've, we are used to getting everybody's best shot, you know, over the years, every time you go on the road, you're going to get a team's best shot, you know, but I do think Wayne, this might be the first time since I've been at Maribel, you know, since I've been coaching at Maribel that we've gone on the road to a Knoxville area school and, and been an underdog, you know, and I, I mean, I don't know how I mean, team, some people may, may still pick us and that's fine. I've seen a lot of people pick against us and I understand that because they beat Alcoa and Alcoa beat us. So 
you know, it, it makes sense. Obviously, you know, it, it, you can reason that out. They are a really good football team. I think the world of Coach Lamar Brown, I think he's an excellent football coach, does a fantastic job getting his kids to play hard. You know, they're very sound schematically. They're good at what they do. They're well coached. That staff does a great job. You know, th- this team that Knox West has this year, they remind me of some of the Oakland teams that we've played in, in years past, just from their physicality, but the, also the speed that they play with. And they just play so hard and, and run so well. You know, it's going to be a huge challenge for us on both sides of the ball, you know, to to, to tackle their back because they're so good at running the football and they, they make plays down the field with, with two great receivers and a quarterback who's extremely capable of making plays. You know, but then also being able to move the ball on offense against this great defense. And, you know, you watch – I watched last year's game earlier, you know, earlier in the week, and they got basically everybody back. And that's kind of – and then it hit me why they were so good is – most of these guys started for them last year, and some of them started us since their freshman sophomore year. So they've just played so much football together, and that's what you know. That's why they're having such a great year, along with the fact that they're so well coached. Well, and Coach Lamar Brown, uh, you know, he had some time previously at Morristown West, so no stranger to the Red Rebels, as uh, he locked horns with them several times in the playoffs. Uh, came up just a touch short in those matchups, but uh, but yeah, absolutely great. Uh, well-coached team, got a, a heck of a linebacker, number 44, uh, that, that's going to be a, a thing to, to reckon with. Uh, but ultimately, uh, that, like you said, that receiver, I believe he also plays a little defensive back, uh, so he's pretty, uh, pretty uh, dynamic in that regard as well. Yeah, they've got a few kids that play both ways, but but it's mostly in the secondary and that receiver, which is very normal. Um, and that front seven's as good as we've seen this year. So, I mean, we understand what we're up against. They have all of our attention. They have all of uh, you know, all of our respect. They're a fantastic football team. I would not be surprised if they're holding up the 5A trophy at the end of the year. Um, they're one of the best teams in the state right now. There's no question about that. And it's going to take a great effort from us to go over there and, and have a chance to win. And uh, as you as you prepare for Friday night, is 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 the focus on being the best version of Maryville, or is there a lot of uh, a lot of prep for West? Yes. We, we want to go, we want to go win the game, you know, at the end of the day, we want to win the game. So we're going to do whatever we can to try to, to try to put our kids in position to go win. Absolutely. Coach. And, and again, I know that it's going to be a, it's going to be an electric environment. It's going to be a nice, uh, nice night for football. Looks like no chance of rain, but it will be chilly. So wish you the best of luck Friday night at Knox West to take on the West Rebels. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. Hey, Coach, as always, thanks for the time. I know you are preparing uh, every day, every hour uh, to get ready for this matchup, so I uh, appreciate the time. But that has been the Coach Derek Hunt interview right here on the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Let's take a break, listen to those great sponsors, and when we come back, more pregame here from West High School. You're listening to 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football.
welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Knoxville West High School, Bill Wilson Field. Where myself, Wayne Kaiser, alongside Ben Metz. We're going to kick it down to Chris Hips and uh, and get the field take for this. A lot of people following in, the Rebel faithful in tow. Uh, but, Chris, what's the what's the feel down on the field? Hey, fellas, I can barely see you up there. There's so many Maribel fans in the way. I mean, what an incredible atmosphere. Filled up on both sides. I mean, a beautiful fall night. I mean, a little chilly, but can't complain. The atmosphere on this sideline is definitely rocking right now before this game even starts. You know, Hips, uh, we've talked about it. We've listened to the Coach Hunt show. We've also listened to Jason Manneker's Red Hot Minute. Uh, this is a game that, that's been circled as a huge game for both programs. Uh, but I guess uh, Hippie's keys to victory. What's the Rebels got to do tonight uh, to leave Knoxville West uh, with an extended win streak over Knox County? Yeah, fellas. So, you know, all week long we've heard about this West defense, how dominant they are, especially at the linebacker position. I think the big plays are going to have to come from the air. I mean, it's going to be on the uh, receiving core, this young receiving core, to step up, uh, make some great catches, you know, and hopefully stretch his field and open up the holes for the running backs. Uh, on the defensive side, got to contain. This quarterback, um, West's quarterback, is too incredible once he gets out of the pocket, and he can beat you with the deep ball as well. So got to keep the containment, got to get to him with that pass rush. Lastly, got to win the turnover battle. I mean, this is going to be a big matchup. Uh, two heavy-hitting teams, and the turnover battle always seems to come down in this game. Thanks, Chris. As always, a uh, good beat there at the at the, the field level, and uh, we'll hit you early and often tonight to see what the team looks like. Thanks, bud. Thanks, fellas. Well, that's a point you made, Wayne, before the game is with the turnover battle. You can't have more than one, right? Well, I, here's my opinion. I, I think you've got to be aggressive. You know, if you, if you turn it over, uh, you know, going into score, I don't want to say that's where you want to be, uh, but those at least makes West have to, to go the full length of the field to make it hurt you. Uh, I think if you turn it over on your end of the field, then obviously those have way huger implications. Uh, this Knox West team plus field is their friend. Uh, they know how to work with it and make it, make it work for them. So, no, I think that's, that's a great point. I do think it's on the young receiving core, but I also think uh, Matthew Clinton uh, last week, even though in a in a very very lopsided victory for the Rebels, had some turnovers uh, that I think he would have liked to had back. So maybe maybe a little bit more learning coming out of the bye week there, and uh, hopefully Matthew Clemmer can find him a uh, an outlet uh, and and find him some positive yardage. You know, we talked earlier in the week, man, and and really if you look at last week's game, similar to what Coach Hunt said, nobody wowed. Uh, anyone on the stat sheet for the Red Rebels, but it ended up being a pretty lopsided victory there in Maryville. Uh, I think the leading receiver uh, had 55 yards. I think the leading running back had 88. So, uh, and it was Noah Vaughn. So, I think uh, you just got to have a lot of contributors. You've got to have a, a lot of multiple options to where West can't just sit in there and know where you're going with the football. Uh, so, I think that's that's where the the game will be played is how multiple can Coach Hunt's offense be. And then ultimately, I think defensively, if you can hold this West team, you know, under 20 points, I think we've got a great shot at winning this football game. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, I think most importantly, from the defensive side, we did this very well last week against Hardin Valley. Uh, bring four, drop three all day long. Disguise the blitz. Pressure creates the Hosky. Don't let Carson Jesse... Get comfortable in that pocket. Latham ran six horde, will run seams, shut down Braden Latham at the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, and respect the nickel. You might see a little nickel tonight, not just a little 3-4. You might see five corners out there. So if you're Matthew Clemmer, protect the football, most importantly, but also create some plays in the perimeter to open up the run for Noah Vaughn. 
Yeah, I think, uh, like I said, balance and being multiple is going to be uh, how you uh, how you win this football game. But as the captains walk out, the cheerleaders are getting set for teams to break through. I want to shout out to our uh, our team of great sponsors here for Rebel Radio 2022. Uh, Twin City Certified in Maryville. Uh, they are your Game of the Week sponsor. You'll hear them a lot here tonight. Uh, Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles, Keller Williams. Uh, with Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon, all game day sponsors. Painter One is your halftime sponsor. Kitchen Tune-Up is your pregame show sponsor. Uh, 95.7 Duke FM is our radio home, but also our postgame sponsor. Dwight Price of Realty Executives, he'll bring you the first downs. Common Sense Pest Control will be your kickoff sponsor. El Himidor Mexican Grill will be your touchdown sponsor. The Huddleston Law Firm will be the Red Zone sponsor. Uh, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage will give you our timeouts tonight. Uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House will give you the player of the game sponsor. And Denzo Manufacturing, every time the scoreboard changes, uh, that will be brought to you by Denzo Manufacturing. Great group of sponsors. All of those uh, really, really local to Maryville and Blunt County. Uh, some Knox County uh, companies have really bought in and, and invested in Maryville and invested in Rebel Radio, and so all of those are great uh, for, for anyone listening that needs those tasks done to go sponsor them as well. Yeah, hopefully we get multiple Dwight Price first downs. <laughs> we get into the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, and we score El Hemador touchdowns all night long. Yeah, and here's the thing. If we repeat that multiple times, we'll get it right definitely 20 to 30% of the time. But uh, looks like the captains have been lined out, Ben, uh, and, and we'll get to those in just a second. Uh, but projected starters, uh, projected starters for tonight's matchup. Uh, let me get it out. A lot of stuff here in my way. Uh, but uh, on the defense, uh, defensive front will be Caleb Graham, Frankie Diaz, and Jason Maneker. On the linebacking core, Peyton Cooper, Jacob Richmond, Isaiah French, and Brandon Husky. Uh, in the defensive backfield will be Cannon Johnson, Hutton Jones, Zeke McCoy, and Drew Wallace. The specialists will be Corbin Price kicking, long snapper Peyton Cooper, and placeholder Caleb Dunford. And then on the offense, the tackles will be Alex Boyd and Blake Heckman, Jay Adams and Houston Ratledge, the guards. Cal Grubbs will lock down the center position. Wide receiving core will be Zeke McCoy, Caleb Dunford, DJ Gillins, and then the running back and H-backs will be Noah Vaughn and Gage Ledoux. Your QB1 is Matthew Clemmer, and the Red Rebels are coached by Coach Derek Hunt. That offensive line is going to have a big task on hand tonight with the defensive end number 44, C.J. Smith, six foot three, 230 pound. Son of former Vol Shavis Smith. He's a tough edge rusher, Wayne. Yeah, he's a, he's a monster to say the least. But captains are at midfield doing the uh, coin toss for the West Rebels. It will be Jameis Mills, Braden Latham, Brock Hatcher, and Carson Jesse. And for Maribel, it will be number 88, Jax Kirby, number 56, Brandon Husky, number 23, Ty Elder, and number 35, Caleb Reeves. So a good uh, good bunch of uh, captains out there for your Red Rebels. And, uh, Ben, n- neither team has made their way out here yet, uh, but it's almost time for football. It's good to see the elder statesman out there as one of the captains. 18 tackles on the season, one interception. He's playing good football this season. Absolutely. If you want to talk about uniform combinations, tonight's a good one. Uh, the West Rebels are in their home red jerseys, white numerals trimmed in navy, and they have navy and white stripes on either shoulder pad, white football pants, and the traditional West Rebel helmet, navy, red center stripe, and the West insignia on either side. 
The Rebels travel on the road in their road white jerseys, red numerals trimmed in black, but black football pants with red and white stripes on either side, and their traditional Rebel helmet with red Rebel script. The coin toss has been made. West wins the toss and wants the football. So, so we will have uh, we will kick away to Knox West, and we'll see how this one shakes out, guys. But the uh, the sign says, "Sorry, West." Something about the Rebel name to the test. We will once again prove who is the best. So, uh, but we're about to have to put our money where our mouth is. Translation: We are the Rebels. Well, I think there's only one. It's like Highlanders. There can only be one. <laughs> but as West has, has ran through their own band, uh, they are now on their home side. And the Rebels are still uh, they are having their team meeting. And they will break through the banner. And they'll get to <laughs> the Rebel faithful. We'll, uh, we'll usher them to their own sideline. And, and Ben, it's football time here in West Knoxville, but all the way from Maryville. Calling a game with Duncan McLeod tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. But uh, we're excited to be here. If you're if you're listening, wherever you're listening from, I hope we're entertaining. But at the end of the day, we're lifting up these young people and uh, and really just trying to put on a good show. Uh, but the Rebel Faithful, a lot of people here in this stadium uh, have you know commented on on how we do, and uh, just want to thank everybody for listening and, and really supporting us. But more importantly, supporting Maryville High School. Yeah, and just to extend that, Wayne, we saw a lot of veterans out there tonight. I just want to give a shout out to all those veterans um, here at the game or at home listening. Absolutely. But the Rebels will get out in kick formation as the West Rebels, if you're just joining us, did win the toss and wants the football. So they'll go on offense first. This has been kind of a disjointed pregame show. Again, want to thank Kitchen Tune-Up for our pregame show sponsorship as uh, the first 30 minutes of every broadcast is brought to you by Kitchen Tune-Up. And then uh, as we head into the Twin City Certified in Maribel Game of the Week. Yeah, so head coach Lamar Brown, he's entering his fifth season with the West Rebels. He has a record of 47-14 and and a 7-4 playoff record with one semi-appearance and 21 against the defending 5A state champion Powell Panthers. Yeah, Coach Lamar Brown, this would be a feather in his hat out to say the least if he could get a win here tonight. But uh, I think the Rebels, the Rebels, have something to say about that. Okay, looks like actually, sorry, West is going to be in kick formation. They will kick to the Rebels. They have deferred. So they will kick this one away. Noah Vaughn, Gage Ledoux, and Cannon Johnson will be deep, but it will go into the end zone, touchback, and the Red Rebels will come out on offense first and ten. Yeah, Tyson CB got a nice leg on that one, line drive to the back of the end zone. I, I like this play, though. I really, even if, if Maryville would have won the toss, I would have I would have told them to possibly take the football uh, just because I think you need to seize momentum here on the road. Matthew Clemmer entering the huddle. Last one off the sideline. I think Coach Hunt just some closing words sending him into the battle. He's going to break the huddle, quickly bring the troops to the shotgun set. Two receivers to the left, going to have Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket. Going to stack up Gage Ledoux. Now he's going to move D.J. Gillens left to right in motion. Going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to split the defender, and he's going to get ahead forward. Picks up about four. That's going to be second down, six to go. Everybody knows I like to call that the flank stake formation right there. Line up Gage Ledoux 
behind your guard and your tackle and just follow him. Let him do the dirty work. Got some check-ins as they're going to try to move a little tempo, not allow uh, not allow West to really get settled in here. Clemmer goes into a small huddle, quickly breaks it. Now he's going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. And Noel will flip to his right hip pocket. He's going to stay in shotgun, gets the snap, going to hand it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and he's going to try to back his way maybe for a yard. They're going to say down at the 25-yard line. Pickup of one, be third and five. Just running between the hash marks, tackle made, John Sartell, number 62. Yeah, back-to-back plays for Noah Vaughn. Probably not the first time he touches it back-to-back, but just trying to set the tone, seeing if there's any seams right there. Same formation, note two to the left, one to the right. Noah will be to the left. Try to get the hard count. He's going to look to the sideline, see if Coach Hunt makes an adjustment. He's going to make the call at the line, steps back in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to roll the pocket. Now he hands it to Noah Vaughn. He gets a seam. He's going to get get loose and nearly, and nearly break it. He's going to get up to the 28-yard line. Needed the 30. He's going to be a couple yards short. Laundry on the field, and we'll see what the call is. Yeah, John Sartell was in on that tackle. Uh, Gage Ledoux lined up kind of in a tight end position, cut back to the right side of the field near the west sidelines, created a hole there for uh, Gage Ledoux to get some yardage. So it's going to be a hold against the the, the, the Rebels. We're, from here on, we're going to call Knox West West, and we're going to call the Rebels the Rebels. But uh, it is going to be holding against the Rebels, and it will be declined. It will kick this to fourth down, and the Rebels will uh, will go into pump formation. Corbin Price will be in pump formation. He'll stand at his own 13-yard line waiting for the snap. Peyton Cooper, long snapper. He'll get it clean. Kick will be away. Nice turning kick, and it's going to be taken at the 42-yard line. He's going to get wide. He's going to get across the 50. Flags on the field, and he is going to get inside Rebel territory for a moment and down to the 45 of the Red Rebels. Tackle eventually made by number 85, Caius Watts, but uh, might have a block in the back here, Wayne. So I think there's two flags on the play. I see a block in the back, back inside West territory. I'm afraid we're going to get the Red Rebels for a late hit out of bounds. Not sure I agree with it, but sounds like that's what's going to be caught. Trying to get it cleared up. Uh, looks like a little double duty here. If you watched the Rivalry Thursday game last night, same crew uh, that was on, on camera last night here at Knoxville West, or at least the head guy. Looks like they're talking to, to Coach Hunt and trying to understand um, I guess what the result will be. Looks like the penalties are still going to be there. It's just the result of, of how we uh, how we spot this football. Either way, it's going to be it is going to be Knoxville West football, and uh, it's just whether they're on Maryville's side of the 50 or back in their own territory. And we think about it. Now going to the opposite sidelines to discuss the penalties. Yeah, it looks like it, there's a little bit of muddy water here, obviously, because they have to explain both uh, to both coaches before they tell the crowd. So that, that's never going to be a good one. Uh, again, here, Bill Wilson Field in the stadium here at Knoxville West. Uh, nice venue for football, and the Rebels have shown out. Uh, a lot of Maribel folks here, the Rebel faithful, they're, they're all around us and kind of enjoying this view here, Ben. 
Uh, but then across on the home stands, Knoxville West uh, has their, their home crowd stacked as well. So it is going to be holding on the return team. So that's going to be against Knox West. Flag's going to go down at about the 44-yard line of West. So they'll mark it from that point. It'll go back to the 34 of Knox West, and that's where they'll have first and 10. I'll take it. Yeah, anything that goes the opposite direction. It's going to be Carson Jesse in there at shotgun. It's going to have two receivers to the left, one to the right. They have Latham in the backfield. He's going to move number six left to right across formation, takes the snap. Hands it to Latham. He's going to get to the left. And no, sirree, he will not get anywhere. Back to the initial line of scrimmage and stonewalled. No game. Don't forget the floss after eating that hide. Nice tackle by number 44, Peyton Cooper. Yeah, Braden Latham probably put everything he had into hitting the hole. Carson Jesse now quickly takes the snap. Wants to get it away. Can't. And he's going to be dropped for a three-yard loss. And that's going to be... Third down upcoming, third and 13. Tried to step up in the pocket. Frankie Diaz and Maddox Stott just go get them something to eat, too. Well, I think they're playing free right now, Ben. Two plays, two negative yardage plays, and it's third and 13. Jesse's looking to the sideline, trying to get the play from Coach Lamar Brown. Now he has it. He'll stay in shotgun formation. Latham straight behind him. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Low snap, he's going to two-step drop, wants to throw it. He's going to uncork it. He's got a guy downfield, and it's going to be long and incomplete. The closest guy to it, Ben, was Cannon Johnson. Cannon ran a fade route down the sidelines next to the Marable bench there. Cannon Johnson just stays right on his hip and makes a nice play. Huge play for this defense and a huge play for this program. Stonewalling Knoxville West on their opening possession. Now they'll be in pump formation. Number 40, Jones Bullig will come in. He's a 5'1", 140-pound senior. He's a wiry one. He's going to kick this one away. He'll stand at his own his own 18-yard line, and he'll get the snap. He'll kick it away. It's going to go off the side of his foot, and it's going to hit in West Territory. A shank if I've ever seen one, and it'll go out of bounds at the West 40-yard line. Like a wounded mallard going towards the Powerade containers. That's an uptick. It, would, uh, it, is, it is not the kick he would have liked to have had, and it is going to be not a good one. 8.55 to go here in the first quarter of play. Second series for the, for the Red Rebels, and Clemmer quickly gets the troops out there. He's going to be in shotgun formation, puts Noah into motion. He's going to look to hit him in the flat. He gets it out to the Noah Vaughn. He's going to get across 40, 35, and he's going to push the pile inside the 35 down to the 31-yard line. And that's going to be about a yard short of a first down, second and one. Nice little screen pass out in the perimeter there. Guess who made that play happen? Number eight, Cannon Johnson, drives a block all the way back near the 25-yard line. They're going to call him out of bounds at the 32, so second and two. He's going to try to get the hard count, Clemmer in the shotgun. He's going to have Noah, or no, that's Price Davis to his right hip pocket. Going to have Gage Ledoux stacked up to the left side. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price tries to get wide. He's going to squirt through there, Ben. And they're going to say he gets down near the 30-yard line. Save the 31. Pick up of one. It'll be third and one. 
Running between the hash marks just to hop in and skip away from big yardage as Anderson Smith, number 18, makes the tackle. Yeah, probably a terrible spot as, as honestly, the ball was on the other side of the 30. Uh, but maybe they're calling it down where his knee was. Here comes Noah Vaughn back in. Price out. I'm going to quickly shoot out D.J. Gillins, Jax Kirby to the left side of the formation. Maribel with the football going left to right here on Bill Wilson Field. Clemmer's going to put Gillins into motion, takes the shotgun snap. Fakes the handoff to Noah Vaughn, and Matthew Clemmer wanted to keep it himself, and it's going to get snuffed out in the backfield, and they're going to call it a loss of a couple, and it's going to be fourth down. Tackle made, 62, John Sartell. We've called his name. That was a run-pass option. Clemmer chose to keep it instead of giving it to Noah Vaughn to go out towards the left perimeter near uh, the Maribel sideline. Fourth down, four to go. Uh, you're in no man's land. You're on the west 34-yard line, so beyond the range of a field goal, uh, but then a punt goes into the end zone. So this is four-down territory here, and they're going to check in, check out some big bodies. We're going to quickly get there. Five seconds on the play clock. Got to get this one off. And Clemmer's going to try to get the snap. He's going to get a low snap. Fakes the handoff to Noah. He's going to deliver in the flat. Cannon Johnson. Cannon Johnson to the 28-yard line. 23. And it's a first down, Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Little decoy play there. They had uh, Gage Ledoux in the perimeter in the flat area. Cannon runs a post route, just a five-yard post, eventually taken down by number 14, Braden Latham. I'm not sure that's not a slap ball play because that ball had a rope on it. Sink me, Cannon Johnson. Clemmer gets back to the line of scrimmage shotgun, takes the snap, fakes, gives the handoff to Noah Vaughn. He pushes the pile inside the 20 and down to the 17-yard line inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. And near another first down, Red Rebels. Running in between the tackles, John Carlvado made the tackle, the big linebacker. He had a blocked punt against Farragut earlier in the season. He also intercepted a pass by Lunsford in the Alcoa game. 6-0-2 to play here in the first quarter. Scoreless here at Knox West High School. But the Rebels inside the red zone first time tonight. Clemmer takes the snap. He's going to give it to Noah Vaughn. Noah gets past the first guy, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward inside the 15 down, I'm going to say the 13-yard line. He's just trying to get that house of praise for Dwight. Well, here's the thing. It's it's going to it's gonna take it. as uh, It's going to get down to the 13-yard line. It's going to be third and the length of a football. Clemmer will be in shotgun formation. One receiver to the left, one to the right. Stacked up is Gage Ledoux to the right side of the formation. Noah Vaughn in Clemmer's left hip pocket. Clemmer looks to the sideline, gets the play from Coach Hunt. It's going to flip Noah to the right. Play clock under 10. He's going to take the snap. Gives it to Noah Vaughn. He's going to cut it loose. Five, four, three, two, one. Here it been. Touchdown, Rebels. Huge play for Noah Vaughn. Here's the thing. He found green. He hit the gas. He was into the end zone. And the Denzo scoreboard just changed. They saw that solo coverage on the left side there. And they, they read the audible, they called it, Noah Vaughn goes running down Sutherland Avenue, baby. Yeah, the, he's going to catch the train before the train catches him. But Corbin Price will kick this one away. Dunford to hold. The hold is down, the kick is up, the kick is going to be blocked, and the kick will be no good. Good penetration by Knox West, and the extra point is blocked. So the Denzo scoreboard reads, your Rebel 6 the homestanding West Rebels, zero. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. 
from the Hep Roofing Studios. We want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Welcome back to Knoxville West High School, Bill Wilson Field, where Rebel Radio is here, and the Rebels have taken a 6-0 advantage over Knoxville West. That's Extra point is blocked, so it is a 6-0 here at Knoxville West. Corbin Price kicks this one away. It will be returnable from the two. It looks like I'm trying to get the number of the returner, but they're going to get ahead forward tentatively, uh, try to get ahead forward, and they're going to be stopped at their own 17-yard line. A host of Rebels make the tackle on that. Previous drive, seven plays, 40 yards, three minutes, 45 seconds time of possession. Well, what I loved about that drive, Ben, was there was some adversity to be had in that drive. It wasn't all positive yardage. There wasn't always just big gaping holes. But you just kept going back to the well. You kept swinging the hammer. And amazingly, uh, that last play, Noah Vaughn, like you said, he'd have been down Sutherland Avenue before a West Rebel caught him. Yeah, and how about Cannon Johnson stepping up, making a nice catch? Carson Jesse's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Latham. He gets around the left end. He's going to get wide. He's going to get free, and he's going to get shoestring tackled at his own 32-yard line. Nice scamper by the running back for Knoxville West, and that's going to be a first down west. Counter play. He gets out near the visitor sidelines, starts running upfield. They got a good block, second level. Hutton Jones makes the tackle. Yeah, Jay. Jesse's going to run tempo. He's going to hand it to Latham again. Tries that left side again. Going to get positive yardage again. And they're going to be up near the 45-yard line. It's going to be second and short. Going to have to get some containment on that side. Hutton Jones makes the tackle on the on the sideline there. Jesse quickly gets the play in. Latham will be in the backfield. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to take a low snap. Pitches it to Latham. Goes to the right side this time. He's going to try to get wide and nothing doing. He's going to pick up probably the necessary first down yardage, but nothing more. He's going to be down at the 47-yard line of West. Going left to right here on Bill Wilson Field. Tries that other side. Brandon Husky and Cannonball Johnson are over there. They make the tackle. Clock continues to move. 4.05 to go here in the first quarter of play. Rebels lead 6-0 over Knox West. Carson Jesse will be the, the signal caller for Knoxville West. He'll move a receiver in motion left to right. And he'll get a low shotgun snap. He hands off to Latham. He goes left side, goes right side. And now he's going to be stood up and pushed back. So it was actually third and short. Sorry, our angle thought he got the first down, but it was third and short. Let's see if they give him the necessary yardage. Tried to go to that right hash mark. Brandon Husky and Jacob Richmond in on the tackle. It's going to be first down west. New set of downs, and they'll continue to move. Carson Jesse, shotgun formation straight away is Braden Latham. He's going to move some pieces around. A little chess match here. 
And Jesse's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it off actually to number 10. 10's going to go straight ahead forward. Number 10, that's going to be Silas Cole. And uh, that's a freshman if that number's right. And uh, he's going to get ahead forward. Yeah, he made a nice cut near the 45-yard line up the middle of the field. And Isaiah French wraps him up, takes him to the turf. It's going to be a pickup of seven yards. It's going to bring up second and three. Tempo, tempo as Carson Jesse hands it to 10 again. He's going to try to get wide. Nothing doing. He's just going to fall forward, get what he can get. Maybe a yard and a half gain. It's going to bring up third and short. Third and a yard. I love it. The elder statesman, Ty Elder, breaks downhill, makes a tackle in the backfield there. Nice job, 2-3. Huge play right here as we are in Maryville territory at the 43-yard line. Knoxville West going left to right here on Bill Wilson. Huge play here for both these teams. 2.30 to play in the first quarter. Carson Jesse of Knox West. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it off to his running back. He's going to go straight ahead forward. Needed a yard. Looks like he's going to get a couple. Applaud the effort by that defense. Everybody was in on that tackle. Looks like they just got the push for the first down. Yeah, they've uh, they've got a student body left and a student body right, and they're, they're having success with it. Carson Jesse. Brings the West Rebels to the uh, to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Latham straight away. Carson Jesse's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Going to look over to the sideline. 155 to play. He's going to move 42 uh, left or right. And he's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it off to Latham. Latham's going to stutter step, get back inside. He's going to cut it wide, gets to the seam, and he's going to turn it upfield and go into the end zone untouched. Touchdown, Knox West. A counter play by Latham at the hash mark. Cannon Johnson cuts in, and he gets to the outside. Nice cut by Braden Latham to get up field. Well, here's the thing. If he doesn't make that little jump step, uh, we're gonna we're gonna corral to the football and get him down. So that that's a playmaking play right there. And then once he throws the timing off, uh, it's off to the races. He's got the speed to do it. So West is on the board. Six to six is your score now, and they'll attempt the PAT. Snaps down. Kick is up, and kick is good. So the West Rebels have stormed back and taken the lead, and they now lead the Rebels. Seven to six. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. We'll be right back. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back to Knoxville West High School, where your Rebels trail the West Rebels 7-6 to six here on a chilly Friday night of football. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, uh, been a good match up to this point. A lot of, uh, a lot of hard hitting, a lot of teams that don't want to give an inch. And uh, West just found their way to get on the scoreboard. We're seeing the playmakers, Noah Vaughn. We're seeing Braden Latham. 
They're going to kick this one away deep for the Rebels. Will be Noah Vaughn, DJ Gillins. Noah will get it and have a chance to return it. He'll get across the 15, cross the 20. He's going to get caught at the 25, push his way, get through the initial contact, and get across the 30-yard line to the 31. Nice return there by Noah Vaughn. Probably going to give him about a 29-yard return there. Yeah, the freshman linebacker, number 10, Silas Cole, tries to make make the tackle. They shake him off and eventually gets taken down by Tate Cardi. Yeah, Clemmer will bring the troops out. Uh, he'll kick out two receivers to the right, one to the left. It'll be D.J. Gillen. And looks like, uh, I think that's McCoy. And he'll take a shotgun snap. He's wanting to throw it. He's going to get it out to Jax Kirby. He turns it upfield, and they're going to say he steps out of bounds. But kind of evaded the first defender. He doesn't step out of bounds, Ben. He may still be running. Yeah, ball thrown in the flat. Caden Latham just throws his body at his feet, and uh, he about broke that tackle for big yardage. Nice pickup there. It's going to bring up second down, four yards to go. It's going to be on the Rebel uh, 37-yard line. And if you're just joining us, uh, I will call Maryville the Rebels, and I will call Knox West West. Clemmer with the football is going to take the snap. He's going to hand to Noah Vaughn. Noah Vaughn's going to get past the first guy, past the second one, and he's going to roll across the 45-yard line, and he'll get a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down up to the 46-yard line. Jacarius Wren eventually takes him down in between the hash marks. Well, and what you like about that is that is the farthest guy in the backfield for the West Rebels. Previous drive for the West football team was eight plays for 84 yards, five minutes, 10 seconds, time of possession. Clemmer in shotgun formation. He's going to look to the sideline, make an adjustment. He's going to have two receivers to the right, to the left. Noah Vaughn to his left hip pocket, takes the snap, hands off to Noah Vaughn. He's going to be caught in the backfield, and West read that one perfectly. Going to drop him for a loss. Two-yard loss on the play. Bring Bring up second and 11. C.J. Smith, we talked about him a little bit in the pregame show. He's a prolific pass rusher, just breaks through the line of scrimmage, makes a nice tackle in the backfield. Second and 12, actually, upcoming. As uh, they're going to check they're going to check out Zeke McCoy, check in Price Davis. Let's see what they run here. Maybe, maybe letting this first quarter come to a close, Ben. 18 seconds is all that remains here. Now they're going to break the huddle. So we may see just one last uh, last play here at the end of the first quarter. Clemmer wants to pitch it. He's going to throw it out in the flat, and I believe it, it is. It's going to be picked off, Ben, by Knox West in Maryville territory. They'll pick it off just on the ground uh, at the Rebel 44-yard line. Ball was intended to be thrown out in the flat to Gage Ledoux. Brock Hatcher makes the interception, number five for the West River. Yeah, just uh, Clemmer tried to had some tentative touch there and, and really – West knew where it was going at that point, and they just ran under it. 7.3 seconds to go here in the first quarter, so that was not the last play, and they'll get one crack at it to to end this first quarter. Jesse brings the troops out for Knoxville West. He'll stay in shotgun formation. Latham straight behind him. He's going to hand it to Latham. He's going to try to get wide left. He does, and he's going to get upfield in a hurry. He's going to get across the 35, down near the 30, and they're going to say pushed out of bounds at the 31-yard line. It's going to be a first down for West, but it's going to be the end of the first quarter. So at the end of one, your Red Rebels trail the Knox West Rebels 7-6 to six here on the road. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Denzel Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. 
Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Knoxville West High School where your Rebels trail Knox West 7-6. to In the first quarter stats, they're quickly back to the line, so we'll talk about those in a second. But West with the football and deep in Maryville territory. Carson Jessen takes the snap, hands to Latham. Latham's going to try to go right off right guard. Nothing doing. He's going to pick up a yard on the play. Like the intensity, Wayne, they run to that right side. And waiting for him over there was number 44, Peyton Cooper. Braden Latham has been the bright spot for Knoxville West. 73 yards and a touchdown in the first quarter. So now he's got 74 yards and a touchdown. Carson Jesse still in shotgun. Going to move 42 left to right across the formation. He's going to take that shotgun snap. Hands off to Latham. He's going to get right side. He's going to get through the first defender. Bounces out to the second. And he's going to be off to the races yet again. And he's going to get into the end zone. Touchdown, Knox West. Get the push on that right side. Made a couple nice cuts like the previous touchdown. He gets out to the sideline. Touchdown, Rebel West High School. Yeah, R.J. Brooks was the motion man, kind of the lead blocker, number 42 for West. And really, uh, Latham took it from there. He, he's an agile guy, super big, uh, but ultimately knows how to get upfield, get north and south. The West Rebels now lead 13-6. to PAT upcoming. Looks like number 16 for West. We'll kick this one. That's going to be Tyson Seavey. And it is going to be up and good. So the new score, uh, West Rebels 14, the Red Rebels 6. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. And welcome back to Bill Wilson Field here on the campus of Knoxville West High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. Ben, uh, uh, Knox West has found a groove here. Two quick scores by Braden Latham, and they now lead the Red Rebels 14 to 6. Uh, I think this is a huge drive for the Red Rebels as they've got to respond. Uh, again, just not what you wanted out of the last drive, a turnover, but you just got to let that one be where it's at. Don't let that drive beat you twice. Yeah, we're early in the game, and Braden Latham has already surpassed 100 yards rushing. He's at 104 right now. We've got to find a solution. Tyson CB will kick this one away. Nice kick as it's going to go long, but looks like Noah will have a chance to return it. He'll get across the 15, cross the 20. He's going to get near the 30-yard the line, and he is going to be chopped down. And, uh, Ben, he's still down. Noah Vaughn down, and he is 
he is holding his leg, so that is not the sight we need to see. Uh, but, yeah, he was chopped down there about the 30-yard line. Yeah, the tackle was made right around the ankle area. He's holding on to his ankle. Well, I'm, I'm nervous for Noah. Again, uh, just not wanting to scare anybody, but just didn't look good the way he went down. And then immediately uh, how aggressive he kind of kind of clinched for his, for his leg, for his ankle area. Uh, so Coach Hunt's out there with him now. Let's take us a break. Thoughts are with Noah Vaughn right now. We'll be right back. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 65681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to Knoxville West High School. Noah Vaughn is on the Rebel sideline now. He is on the table, uh, but was not able to get off on his own power. Uh, wish the best for him. Uh, does still look to be in some pain. Uh, so, again, just uh, I think it's bigger than tonight's football game. We just want Noah to be healthy. Uh, but Price Davis did check in. First down and 10 uh, was a carry by Price Davis, and uh, looks like he's going to be a no gain. It will be second and 10. Clemmer will move uh, Gage Ledoux into motion, and we're going to see if uh, we can make something happen here for Noah. It's going to be Clemmer's going to look to uncork it. He's got a man downfield. Great defense there as the man was downfield. Intended receiver was Cannon Johnson, uh, but great, great defense by number six by Knox West. That's going to be six forward. Yeah, deep post route, middle of the field. It came to man-to-man matchup, and six forward makes a nice play. Yeah, if he doesn't make that play, Cannon makes the catch. That's going to be six for Maryville, but uh, it's going to bring up third down long, third down and 10, maybe 11 to go. And uh, really just uh, got to make it play here. Clemmer looks to the sideline. He's going to move Price Davis left to right. He's going to have three receivers to the left, one to the right. He's going to take a shotgun snap, three-step drop, wants to throw it. Now he's going to have to tuck it down, call his own number, and he's going to run right into blockers, run right into defenders, and he's going to go down for It's going to be a couple-yard loss there on third down. They'll have to punt it away. Good coverage on the outside. Clemmer decided to keep it. Number 62, John Sartell makes the tackle. That's yeah, going to be a loss there on third down. Brings up fourth, and Corbin Price will be out in pump formation. Corbin will step it off. He'll pump from his own 14-yard line as we are now under 10 to play here in the first half. Corbin will get the snap. Kick will be away clean, and it'll go end over end. 
And it will take a slight Maryville bounce and come to rest at the Rebel at the West 44-yard line is where Carson Jesse and company will take over. It's a good kick by Corbin. This is a huge moment here if you're the Rebel defense because, again, one of, arguably one of your better playmakers uh, in a long time, let alone uh, here tonight. And uh, you may be without him the rest of the game. So as far as keeping points off the board, it's going to be a high commodity if you're, if you're looking to get out of here with a victory. I agree. It's going to be Carson Jesse bringing the West Rebels back to the line of scrimmage. He's going to be in shotgun, takes a low snap, fakes a handoff. He's wanting to throw it. He's going to come across the middle. He's going to find Jacarius Wren. He's going to shed the first guy. Then he's going to get out of bounds and then going to be hit out of bounds. And here comes the laundry. They brought a blitz from the linebacking core. It opened up the middle of the field there. Wren makes the catch on an out route. Jacob Richmond goes and makes a tackle. They're going to call a late hit here on number 43. Yeah, and honestly, just uh, just uncharacteristic uh, there as it was well out of bounds. He was off the white paint, and he got hit. So uh, just an easy call there, and you just got to keep your composure here. But deep in Maryville territory quickly after that play, uh, their next snap will come as they're marking off the penalty. Uh, will come from the Rebel. And, again, if you're just joining us, Maryville's the Rebels. And Knox West will be called West. Carson, Jesse, and West on offense going right to left here from Bill Wilson Field. He's going to give the handoff to number 10. The running back gets right-hand side, and he's going to try to get it wide, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds inside the 25. And that's going to be number 10, Silas Cole. Number 21, Caleb Graham makes the tackle on the outside there. Yeah, just uh, just nice balance for Knox West as they've they've sprinkled in a little throw game uh, just to keep that defensive front that really chewed them up there in that first opening drive and uh, has kept them at bay here in the last couple. It's going to be Carson Jesse taking the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to number. I'm going to see the number there. I think that was number seven. Or no, number three. I'm sorry. Uh, that's going to be Marshawn Bowers, and he's going to try to get around the left end, get a couple. Number 56, Brandon Husky makes the tackle. He comes up limping a little. Looks like it's going to be third and three upcoming, and the ball will sit at the Rebel 20-yard line. Again, Knox West after that opening drive that really uh, didn't yield positive yardage. Uh, they found some opportunity here. Carson Jesse takes the snap. He's going to look to flip it out in the flat. That's going to be number three, Bowers, and he's going to get across the first guy, and I think they're going to get West uh, for a block in the back. Had a lot of cushion over there on the right side. Hutton Jones breaks down to make the tackle. He ducks out of bounds. Yeah, I think the reason he had an opportunity to get positive yardage was a pretty good uh, pretty good offensive penalty there. But they'll mark that off. It will be a hold against Knox West, and it will uh, move them back just a hair. Maddox Stott and Frankie Diaz hustle off the field. That'll move them back to the 20. Six-yard line, the Rebel 26-yard line, as as West will go uh, right to left here on Bill Wilson Field. Temperature is dropping here, but no wind. So, again, it's pretty comfortable here tonight. We're in the dry. As looks like Jesse's going to call his own number. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and nothing doing. Maybe picks up a yard, and that's going to bring, I think that should bring up fourth down. Caleb Graham makes a big tackle and loses his hat on the play. Fourth down upcoming, and we're going to see if they attempt a field goal. I see a, I see a, uh, what's that little thing you kick off of, a tee? 
I see one of those uh, those little markers there. Uh, so, yeah, and I was right. Look at that. <laughs> Look at that. Tyson CB out. It's going to be a 32-yard field goal attempt. The hold is down. The kick is up. And Tyson CB has the leg, and it's good. The West Rebels add to their lead. It is now 17 for Knox West, 6 for your Red Rebels. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s.com family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today think outside the box and get your axe on and welcome back to rebel radio 95.7 duke fm and the twin city certified in maryville game of the week i'm wayne kaiser alongside ben metz and ben uh I don't want to say that's a victory if you're the Rebel defense, but it is positive progress. Latham did not burn you there, and you get them to get off the field with just three points. But this kick's going to go deep. DJ Gillens will be returning this. He'll get across the 10, across the 15, and up to the 23-yard line is uh, DJ Gillens, the speedster, one break away. Yeah, Anderson Smith on the tackle. But going back to your point earlier, Wayne, I like that they – Make that stop after the adversity with Noah Vaughn. One of your captains gets hurt, and you have the mental toughness to make that stop. Absolutely. I agree. They're going to mark him at the 21, say he was down just shy of where we first spoke, uh, but they're going to bring Matthew Clemmer back in at quarterback. Uh, he'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. He'll look like uh, looks like Price Davis is in there in the backfield with him. A lot of good big-time minutes for Price Davis. I think a guy who's earned it. Gage Ledoux out in the flat. Watch him. It's going to be a handoff. It's going to fake the handoff to uh, to Price Davis, and and looks like Clemmer's just going to have to chuck this one away. He's going to get it as far as he can into the Rebel bench, and it will be no good, incomplete, and it will bring up second down, second and ten. Got a lot of pressure from Jameis Mills there. He was the one who blocked the field goal earlier tonight. Well, and and, and honestly, that's a byproduct of one of your your key playmakers going down. Uh, they know you're you're looking right now for who the next uh, next answer is. Previous drive by West, six uh, plays for 31 yards, a minute 36 on that drive. Clemmer in shotgun. He's going to get the snap. He's actually going to give it to Price this time. He's going to get straight ahead forward, maybe picks up a couple, and they're going to say they're going to give him the 22-yard line. So pick up a one and a little little uh, chippy there uh, post the play, but no call. Trying to run in between the tackles. The linebacking core sniffed it out. Also, Jacarius Wren was in on that tackle. And they're going to check out some beef and check in some speed. So Zeke McCoy back into the football game. Uh, DJ Gillen's going to flank out wide. Going to have two receivers to the left. Jax Kirby one-on-one outside. Going to have two backs in there. DJ, or it's going to have Price Davis and Gage Ledoux. Matthew Clemmer takes the shotgun snap. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. Wants to throw. Now he's going to chuck it downfield into the Maryville bench. Incomplete. That'll be fourth down. 
Yeah, getting pressure back there. C.J. Smith gets in the backfield. Clemmer's got nothing to do but throw it away. Yeah, and again, I, I think just giving uh, at that point, you don't want to put your punter that far deep in your own territory. Just get rid of it. Give him an opportunity. 7.07 to play here in the second quarter. Uh, West leads the Rebels 17-6 here on the road. Corbin will get the snap. He'll kick this one away. Nice spiraling kick, and it'll land at the 48. Take a Maryville bounce and roll out of bounds at the West 45-yard line. So that's where the West Rebels will come out and take over. Uh, ben, uh, again, you want more snaps on the offensive side of the football than that. Uh, but I think, like I said, right now you're shell-shocked. Noah Vaughn's still on the medical table, uh, still getting worked on, but I, I don't. Uh, foresee him making it back tonight. So really just trying to find that next answer to chip into this lead here for Knox West. So we know, and the Maryville faithful know, trust the process. Right Mm. now, Coach Hunt is thinking through and scheming on what he can do now that Noah Vaughn is out of this offensive set. He will figure it out. Yeah, I think continuing to work is is always the name of a Maryville game. But Braden Latham will get the football, get around the right end. He'll get near midfield there on his first touch of the series. And they'll say he gets into Rebel territory uh, down to the Rebel 49-yard line. Uh, that's going to be second about four yards to go. Well, if it's not broke, don't fix it, right? So hand off to the outside halfback toss and get out near the sidelines. Peyton Cooper eventually makes the tackle. We're going to see uh, how long they uh, that, that continues to be successful. Carson Jesse takes a low snap. He's going to look to flip it out in the flat. That's going to be number six. He's going to get it. He's going to try to get wide. The ball will come loose. And I believe Caleb Graham got it. Caleb Graham with the turnover. Am I getting that name right? It's Isaiah French. Isaiah French with the turnover. And it will now be first and ten Rebels. And they've got a little breathing room. Well, Cannon Johnson started that. He laid a... He laid a hit here at the 50-yard line. And like they say, when in France, Rome. <laughs> hey, six horde will, will see Cannon Johnson in his nightmares tonight. But, uh, yeah, lowered the boom. And Matthew Klimmer quickly out there uh, to try to snap and clear and get some positive yardage for the Rebels. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. It's going to have Gage Ledoux in the backfield with him. He's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. Got some Jonah Arms. Stacked up there on the left-hand side. Gage is going to get it, and the play clock hits zeros. So Coach Coach Hunt wanted to take a timeout. So Maribel will take a timeout. That's a Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. Let's take one with them. Uh, you're listening to Rebel Radio. Big turn there on the defense to get the positive, and uh, now got to turn it into points if you're the Rebel offense. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. And welcome back to Knox Vest High School as the Red Rebels are back on offense after the quick turnover and timeout. And now Matthew Clemmer uh, with a first and 10 
He's trying to make something happen here. He's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux going to spin off the first tackler, try to do the same to the second, and he's going to be dropped after a nice pickup, pickup of about two to three yards. It's going to bring up second and seven. Made a nice spin move near the middle of the field. Jacarius Wren breaks downfield and makes the tackle. Looks like a pickup of a long two, short three. They'll say second and eight on the scoreboard. I like Dylan in half yards, if you ask him. Ken doesn't do half yards. No, no half yards. No half yards. Clemmer will look to the sideline. Gage Ledoux will stay in the backfield with him. It's going to be Zeke McCoy, DJ Gillens out to this right side of the formation. It's going to be Jax Kirby out high by himself. Clemmer's going to take a shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux tries to back his way forward. He's going to get across the 40, push the pile, and he's going to get, they're going to give him the 43-yard line. That's a huge pickup, nice pickup. It's going to bring up third and short, third and two. Just telling you about the strength of Gage Ledoux. John Carvato and Anderson Smith had to bring him down. And those are probably combined uh, near 400 pounds. Big boys, big boys. Third and two upcoming. I I hate to say the most important play of the night, but I think moving forward most of them are. Going to have a stack set, a little tight munch package. Clemmer's going to have Gage to his right hip pocket. Going to have Jonah Arms in motion. We're going to see what they call there. It's going to be offsides against West. That's a gift, as that's going to yield a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Probably the first negative, first accident or mistake by Knox West tonight. Yeah. I'll take it. Uh, it'll be first and ten Red Rebels. They'll they'll still work on their side of the 50. It'll be from Maryville's 48-yard line, but as they go left to right here on Bill Wilson Field. Clemmer looks looks over the defense, now staying shotgun. Takes the snap, hands to Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux's going to push the pile ahead forward, and he's going to get to the 50 and no further. So he will. Uh, the next play will be scrimmaged on the Knox West logo, and it will be second down, eight to go for the Maryville Rebels. Multiple West High School athletes in on that tackle, including number 10, Silas Cole. 4.08 to go here in the second quarter. If you're just joining us, 17 to 6 in favor of West. And uh, again, just uh, probably the biggest play. Gage Ledoux squirts out. He's going to get down near the 45 yard line. It's going to bring up third and third and three. Made a nice cut back at one man to beat. That was Jacarius Wren, makes the tackle. And again, if you're just joining us wondering why no Noah Vaughn carries, uh, Noah on a return, a kick return, uh, was hit, injured, and is now in the medical tent and table and uh, being tended to. Wish him the best and, uh, again, continue to check on him. Clemmer's going to put D.J. Gillens into motion. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give the handoff to Gage Ledoux. Gage gets ahead forward. Gage gets away from him. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Gage Ledoux. Welcome to the starting row. Gage Ledoux, ladies and gentlemen, just said, I'm not getting tackled today. The faithful get their wish. Well, here's the thing. Gage Ledoux answered the bell right there. That was a heavy dose down this field of number seven. Everybody knew he was getting it, and that time he, he picked up a nice seven-yard gain, and then he just oomphed his way, and then nobody was around, and he just scampered to the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. And that, uh, my friends, that's a game changer. That's a, that's a moment that, that Gage will have to remember right there. 
But the Denzo scoreboard has changed. It's now the West Rebels 17, your Maryville Rebels 12, and Corbin Price will look to uh, to attempt the PAT. Just runs that flank formation, runs about 10 yards down the field, does a spin move past Jacarius Wren for a touchdown. They're going to leave the offense actually on the field, going to do the two-point conversion. We'll see uh, who gets it. Looks like, uh, looks like Price Davis will get the fake handoff. They'll pitch it inside. And it's going to be attempted pass to Cannon Johnson. He was mugged, no call, and it will be no good. So the Rebels of West lead your Maryville Rebels 17-12, to but explosion is what Gage Ledoux just did on the field for a big touchdown gain. And you're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Knox West High School, where if you heard the thunder, well, the lightning was Mr. Gage Ledoux. Uh, he uh, he rumbled his way for a 45-yard scampering touchdown to cut this West lead to just five points. Ben uh, went for two points, trying to cut it to a field goal advantage. Extra point was, or PAT was no good. Uh, thought there was some some defensive pass interference there. No call in the end zone, so we'll just live to fight another day. Corbin Price to kick this one away. He's going to kick it from the 40-yard line. Nice kick deep, but it will be returnable from the one. He's going to take it. He's going to get it up to the 10, cross the 15, and it is going to be pushed back no further. They're going to say 15-yard line's all he got. And that's where West will take over, first and 10. Jason Manneker in on that tackle. Yeah, Jason Manneker, uh, again, kind of a quiet night here tonight. I think they've, they've watched their film. They know Manneker mania is a thing. and uh, they're, But uh, he, he made his presence felt right there. Last drive, five plays for 65 yards, three minutes, time of possession. Yeah, just want to give a shout-out to El Himidor. Uh, again, a great El Himidor touchdown there as uh, Gage Ledoux uh, just rumbled his way uh, through some Knox West Rebels. Carson Jesse's going to take a low snap. He's going to flip it out in the flat, and it is going to be positive yardage up near the 30-yard line. Just a, a nice release play there. I'm trying to get the number. I think it was 30. It's amazing how they always stand at that angle. You can't see the number. Anyway. well, well they had, Yeah, they had solo coverage over there. Hutton Jones was drawn out on a fade route. Eventually had to make the tackle. They're going to run a little tempo. They're going to hand it to Latham. He's going to go around the right end. He's going to get up forward, and he is going to be met and popped there by Elder, and uh, he's going to be out of bounds at the 34-yard line. It looks like if they're going to get that cushion on that side, they're going to take it. They're going to give the 35-yard line, so it's going to bring up second and short. I'm going to say second and three here. But, yeah, they're, they're, uh, they are using the perimeter to find soft spots in this Rebel defense. 2.51 to play here in the second quarter. Again, Carson Jesse uh, at the controls for West. Going to take the shotgun snap, wants to throw it. He's going to get it to three, and three is going to be met and dropped. No yards after catch, 
but it is going to be enough for a West first down. Pass out. It's just a button hook. Tackle made by Tannen Johnson, Isaiah French, and Jacob Richmond. That's why they're not going to this side. You go to this side, you're going to pay a price. Yeah, new marker will be set at the West 43-yard line as they go left to right here on Bill Wilson. He is going to be met in the backfield. Latham is going to lose the football, and I believe Maribel says they have it. Let's see. They popped that ball loose. A big hit in the backfield, and now they're going to have to try to sort it out. Maribel thinks they have it. West thinks they kept it. Peyton Cooper and Frankie Diaz getting that We've got the football. We've got the football. They knocked it away from Latham and said, no, sirree, our football, first and ten Rebels. Frankie Diaz and Peyton Cooper getting the backfield. They say, pick you out a switch. Frankie Diaz said, like, I don't know if he know if he knew before, but he knows now what that kid had for breakfast. He was all up in his face. First and ten Rebels deep in West Territory. And, uh, again, shell-shocked. Maniker is is down on the sideline. I think he's uh, he's just trying to, to gather himself there. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux goes ahead forward. He's going to get down near the 30-yard line. So that's going to be a pickup of four there on first down. To bring up second and six. Clock continues to move, 2-10 to play here in the quarter. Running down the right train mark, hash marks there. Ryan Scott makes the tackle. Maniker is, is going to get it tended to, checking on him. Looks like he's gathered himself. Uh, just kind of got the wind knocked out of him. Clemmer back to the shotgun formation. One receiver left, one to the right. Stacked up Jonah Arms. They're going to now, he's going to call his own number. Clemmer's going to get ahead forward. He's going to get near the 30 yard line, and that's where they're going to blow that one dead. So a pickup of one there on that play, and, and I like that call, Ben. I, I think, you know, you've got to keep it honest. They're going to begin to spy Gage here. Uh, so just giving them something else to look like, I like that play. Third and five upcoming. Yeah, out route. Six Horde had good coverage on Gage Ledoux. It wasn't there. Clemmer keeps it, tries to make the best out of that play. Yeah, I uh, again, after that one turnover of the game, uh, Clemmer's really uh, ball security and, and, and just doing what's right with the football. He's done a good job so far. He's going to move Price Davis out in the flat. We're going to see if he hits him. He's going to roll the pocket to the right, wants to throw it. Now he's going to tuck it down. He's going to get inside the 28-yard line. They're going to say down to the – I think they're going to give him the the 27-yard line. Looks like Maribel's going to take a timeout. It's going to be fourth down, a yard to go, Ben. Uh, 50 seconds to go in the half. Uh, you got to like where you're at. I think this is a, this is a no-brainer go here. Uh, but Ben, let's uh, let's kick it down to the sideline. Uh, let's let's jump down to our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hips. Uh, emotion has been high here tonight. How's it going down there? Man, it's incredible down here on both sides. I mean, just a hard-fought game, hard-hitting game, big plays on both sides, and luckily right now, Maribel's got the momentum. So let's see what we can do with this last what 50 seconds. Yeah. Do you have any updates? I mean, obviously we see that Noah's. Uh, on the medical table. Don't expect him back here tonight, but uh, has, have you given him any words of encouragement, heard anything? Yeah, uh, luckily I think the last thing we heard was it's just a tweak. Uh, it don't seem like it's too serious. You know, I think he's going to be out the rest of the game, safe call, 
But, um, you know, hopefully nothing but the best for Noah. Like I said, hopefully just what we said, just a tweak. Well, is this time for the next Rebel to step up? Thanks, Mr. Hips. Well, I think it, it's an, a testament to the physicality of this game. We see Brandon Husky getting worked on the sideline. Of course, Noah Vaughn's been getting worked on. Jason Maneker comes out. He's banged up a little bit. So these guys are giving everything they've got in this game, Wayne. All right, fourth down, one yard to go. They're going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to get ahead forward. He's going to get the first down. He's going to rumble through some West Rebels, and he's going to get more. He's going to get down near the 20-yard line, near the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. Braden Latham just met the freight train that's called Gage Ledoux. The ball's set. The clock will run. 40 seconds to go in the half. Rebels 17, or Rebels 12, West 17. They're going to quickly get to the sideline. Gage is going to move. No one knows the play that's getting called. 25 seconds. Now Clemmer's going to get in shotgun. Takes the snap, wants to throw it. He's going to roll the pocket to the right. He's going to call his own number. He's going to get ahead and get out of bounds. He's going to pick up a few there. A nice little four-yard pickup for the quarterback keeper. Yeah, good coverage on the outside. He gets to the sideline. Ryan Scott makes the tackle. Little laundry on the field. I don't know if when that play broke down, if there was a hold. But we're about to find out. They're going to mark it off against the Red Rebels, so I'm going to call it a hold. Like a hold on the right tackle there, Wayne. That's a huge penalty. It's going to back it up uh, to the the west 35-yard line uh, as as Maryville works left to right here on Bill Wilson Field. Again, we are here at Knox West High School. Uh, in the visitor stands under a uh, big 95.7 Duke FM canopy. And appreciate everything that our, uh, our radio home provides for us, even when others don't. So Clemmer with a first and 25. Uh, we'll move Gage Ledoux in motion. He's going to fake the handoff, wants to throw it. He's going to have to roll the pocket, and he's going to chuck it into the Maryville sideline. Ten seconds to go. Just didn't have anywhere to go with it, Ben. We've seen Corbin Price in the Heritage game kick a pretty long field goal, correct? Yeah, he's uh, he's got the leg. Uh, again, I think uh, pre-penalty uh, would have been a very much better placement. Uh, but I think, you know, yeah, at this point, 10 seconds to go. I think you've got one play to try to get to the end zone, as the faithful are talking here. Uh, but then I, I think you've got to look at that. Or maybe you've got two plays uh, to try to get to the end zone. Clemmer in shotgun. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Fakes the handoff. Now he's going to throw the pitch. It's going to be in and out of the hands of Cannon Johnson and maybe the best incompletion of the night as uh, it's going to give us another crack at it. Six and a half ticks is what remains here in the half, and uh, we'll see what we can do with it. Third down, 25 to go. But, then the 25 yards is not our target. The end zone is. You're right. That was a 10-yard post route, middle of the field, ball thrown high, and a hit right in Jacarius Wren's chest. Yeah. Uh, he didn't come down with the football. Good deal. Matthew Clemmer is going to stay in shotgun. He'll have trips to the left. He'll have Price Davis in the backfield with him. A little three, five-step drop, going to roll the pocket to the right, back left, and he's going to get swallowed up in the backfield, deep in the backfield, and West will uh, will take it to the half, a five-point advantage. 
So uh, that's how the second quarter will come to an end. Maribel uh, swinging heavy, made a couple turnovers to give the Rebels the chance to cut into this lead, and they did. But as we hit the halftime mark, it is going to be West 17, your Red Rebels 12. We're going to take a break, listen to these fine sponsors. When we come back, the Painter One Halftime Show here live from Knox West High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football if you have property to sell or you're looking to buy call dwight or sarah price at the dwight price group realty executives and they can help with all your real estate needs remember that no one sells more the dwight price group call 888 sold which is 865-888-7653 or go to dwightprice.com the dwight price group the right home with the right price not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as termite protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. Two quarters in the books, two more to go. Up next is the Painter One Halftime Show on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. The guys will take a look at first half highlights, scores from around the area, and keys to a big second half for the Rebels. Don't you dare touch that dial. This should be good. Welcome into the Painter One Halftime Show here live from Knox West High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, uh, a battle for 24 minutes here uh, at Knox West High School. West leads the Red Rebels 17-12. to uh, but, Ben, it's, uh, it's been a, really a battle of haymakers. Braden Latham has been really the swinger, uh, if you would, for Knox West. And uh, uh, Gage Ledoux found his way. But this defense really shut him out to open the game and then forced two turnovers uh, to give the Rebels an opportunity to not only cut into the lead but uh, had the opportunity, should we have scored there, to take the lead into the half. Yeah, and Coach Hunt talked about it in our pregame show about how the game was going to be determined at the line of scrimmage. So that very last play of the game, you saw the pressure come from Mills and come from C.J. Smith, didn't give didn't give Clemmer any time in the pocket to make a decision to throw the football. Well, and I, I think, honestly, just the, the backfield of that, that West defense is kind of their strength, and, and it's really with the, the upfield push that they're getting and then the back end really covering the receivers. It's just a hard out uh, for Matthew Clemmer to find a receiver downfield. But uh, here's the stats as it sits at the half. Again, stats provided by Ken Main. Always appreciate what Ken does for Rebel Radio. 17-12 to 12 is what the scoreboard reads. Eight first downs for 
Cooper West, five for your Red Rebels, 24 carries, 102 yards of rushing for Maribel, uh, 18 carries, 126 yards rushing for West, 26 passing yards for Maribel, 53 passing yards for Knox West, a total of 33 plays for the Red Rebels, 128 yards of total offense. Uh, West, 24 total plays, 179 total yards of offense. Uh, really, uh, individual stats, nine carries, 73 yards, and a touchdown by Gage Ledoux. Noah Vaughn, eight carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, wish him all the best. He was out of the game most of the second quarter, uh, dinged up on a, a kick return uh, where he was just hit there in the leg area, knee, ankle area, and then he was just getting evaluated the rest of the game. Mr. Hip shared, uh, hopefully, uh, very much just a tweak uh, that he can be back in, in short order. But, again, wish him the best. His health is priority over any uh, any football uh, activities at this point. Uh, Price Davis did have one carry, one yard. And Matthew Clemmer, again, most of this yardage coming on that, that big sack to end the half. Uh, but he's attempted five rushes for a negative 22-yard total. Uh, receiving category, Cannon Johnson, one catch for 12 yards, one catch for eight yards for Noah Vaughn, and Jax Kirby, one catch for six yards. Latham uh, leads the way rushing-wise for West, 11 touches, 110 yards, two touchdowns. Silas Cole, four carries for 13 yards. Marshawn Bowers, one for five. And Carson Jesse, mo- mobile uh, quarterback, two touches for minus two yards. Receiving-wise, Marshawn Bowers, three catches, 31 yards. Six Horde has one catch for 14 yards. And Devin Jamison, one catch for eight yards. Really another turning point of this football game, the block PAT on that opening touchdown by Noah Vaughn. Big kind of swing play there. Forced us to have to chase the two-pointer later. Uh, that's how the, the advantage is for five for Knox West. Yeah, in a close game, those points can haunt you. Uh, but but Wayne, you said it there. The things that we're doing well is uh, we are we are Using Gage Ledoux, he's getting 73 yards, okay? He's doing a great job there. Penalties are down. We're holding Carson Jesse to 53 yards passing, okay? Things we need to improve on, um, 102 yards passing, 26 yards rushing. Derek Hunt talks about the importance of playing balanced, so we need to improve in that regard. And then also Braden Latham, we have to figure out how to stop him. And I think we did start to figure that out in the last two series, how to contain him in the backfield. Yeah, I, I think really, uh, you know, you got to, like you said, you've got to slow down uh, Latham. But, but when it comes to it, uh, I think you've just got to do the things you need to do on offense because the defense is doing enough uh, to win you the football game. Uh, but let's uh, let's jump down to Hips. Uh, looks like he is uh, he's ready to talk to us for a second. But Mr. Hips, again, an opportunity there uh, to possibly get the advantage going into the half, but uh, wasn't to be. Uh, what's the feeling going into the half? Yeah, I mean it was a tough uh, drive there. You know, got to give it to West's defense. They played strong, got in there and made uh, Clemmer very undecisive. You know, he had to throw a couple balls away because of that. Uh, Steve Rush, he was just getting. Uh, you know, you kind of want to get points on the board right there, but, you know, to me, the Rebels went into the half feeling pretty good. You know, they're right here. They're within one score of the game. Their defense is playing incredible the last couple of drives. Like I said, the uh, motions are there, and I think the energy is there for the second half. Good deal, Chris. Well, we'll obviously come to you and talk with Coach Hunt uh, coming out of the locker room, but, uh, yeah, got to be excited that uh, you're within a score. 
I think they're trying to go more, obviously, on the Hutton Jones, Frankie Diaz side. They're not going to continue to go on the Cannon Johnson, Manneker side with Jacob Richmond and Peyton Cooper back there. Yeah, and I think it's just, uh, you, you know, you've got to get this into a four-quarter game. I think, you know, it's a it's a one-score game. Of course, West does get the football to start the second half as they kicked away to the Red Rebels to open this one. But I, I think it's ultimately just about uh, how do you respond that first drive, get them off the field, and then give your offense a chance to go down and take the lead. Momentum's a thing in high school sports in general, and if you can seize the momentum, especially on the road, uh, it can it can pay big dividends. And typically this season, we come out of the locker room and we play well at the start of the third quarter. Uh, I think that's a great point. But, uh, Ben, let's take us another quick break, listen to these fine sponsors. This is the Painter One Halftime Show. Uh, when we come back, we'll look around the area, other games going on tonight, and just uh, see where this stacks up as uh, East Tennessee plays football here on a, on a chilly fall Friday night. You're listening to the Painter One Halftime Show, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Folks, want the best possible mortgage rate in terms available? Go local. Volunteer Home Mortgage is home-owned and operated. We're part of your community. And when you buy or refinance with us, you're helping local folks who shop locally, too. That's Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Call me to see how your local wholesale mortgage broker can help you get the best possible mortgage. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, at 865-238-7500. 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655 NMLS 1641325. It's barbecue time in Maryville and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt Award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week. But Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top-shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. to the Painter One Halftime Show. I'm Lane Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and you're listening to Rebel Radio right here at Knoxville West High School, uh, where your Rebels trail Knoxville West 17-12. to uh, Ben, uh, kind of an odd score here tonight, but scores from around the area. Uh, what's going on just uh, in other East Tennessee games? So this is the second quarter score. Bearden is down 7-14 to to Anderson County. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That a, there's a halftime score, Alcoa 7, Tyner Academy 0. That's a tight game at the half. Halftime score here, Fulton 12, Farragut 42. First quarter score, Knoxville Hall 7, Central 0. Second quarter, Greenback 28, Midway 0. Sevier County's playing Campbell County. First quarter score, Campbell County. A lot of points in this game. Campbell County 27, Sevier County 20. 
Hardin Valley, William Blunt. Second quarter, 7-7. Tight. Where's Heritage? Heritage play tonight? Gibbs Clinton, first quarter, 7-7. Second quarter, Heritage 7, Lenore City 14. Here's one, first quarter, Bradley Central's down, 7 to nothing. the Ray County. Huh. So we'll have to see how those games progress throughout the evening, Wayne. Just yeah, look, keep a close eye on them. Look like the Oakland matchup, no reported score there yet, but that's that's fairly typical as they're, they're an hour later starting. So The burr and the boot, as I like to call them. <laughs> they're a lot, I'll tell you that. But uh, here at Knox West High School, the bands are, are getting ready to, to perform here. Again, was senior night here at Knox West High School. Uh, but, uh, you know, Ben, I, I think this has been a really nice night in football. Uh, really passionate fan base on that side of the field. But over here, I uh, can't say enough about the Rebel faithful. When plays happen and you're amongst the crowd, uh, it's fun to it's fun to just experience that emotion, right? Uh, when Gage ripped out of that tackle and, and scampered to the end zone, I mean, this place erupted. Uh, you know, and I, I went to Neyland Stadium a, a week ago and saw him beat Alabama. So uh, this is a this is an, an environment. Uh, there's 24 minutes of football left. Yeah, Maryville has to seize one possession ahead of of Knox West, but uh, this game's still in hand. This is a really good West football team. But they've turned it over twice. Maryville's turned it over once. That was a key to the game was turnover battle, and I think it's playing out right here uh, that gives Maryville an advantage to get back in this one. Yeah, and like I said, I think we've kind of figured out that Braden, Braden Latham on the outside. He had 104 yards rushing in the first quarter and goes to 110 by the end of the by the end of the first half. Um, I think a lot of that is attributed to some adjustments made by Coach White. Yeah, we're going to, of course, see the adjustments firsthand uh, once they hit the field again. But want to give shout-outs to our sponsors, as we do each and every week. Great team of sponsors here in 2022 for Rebel Radio. Uh, Twin City Certified in Maryville, your Game of the Week sponsor. You'll hear them in and out of the breaks. Stevenson Tire, Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams, Pistol Creek Eats, and REO Cheese Wagon, all great sponsors here for Rebel Radio. Painter One, Kitchen Tune-Up, 95.7 Duke FM, Dwight Price of Realty Executive, Executives, Common Sense Pest Control, El Hemador Mexican Grill, the Huddleston Law Firm, Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage, Smoky Mountain Axe House, and Denzo Manufacturing, all great sponsors here in 2022. And really, uh, we couldn't do it without them. So uh, excited to have them on board. And if you're out in the community, support those that support us. Yeah, the concession stand was not open for a very long time before the start of the game, so we could have really used some of those blackberry smoked sandwiches from REO Cheese Wagon, couldn't we, Wayne? Yeah, I'm cool with a spicy uh, spicy sausage sandwich uh, from uh, Pistol Creek Eats. Uh, but as, uh, as we uh, talk about food and I get hungry, uh, let's take us another break here in the Painter One Halftime Show. Listen to these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll talk about keys to the second half, and jump down to Hippie and hear from the coach out of the locker room. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. We'll be right back. 
Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Denzo Manufacturing in Maryville hopes you're cheering on your team. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at $18 an hour depending on shift. And a high school diploma is no longer required. That's right. A high school diploma is no longer required. So join the team today. Denso has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings, competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denso-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DensoCareers.com slash Get in the game, join the Denso team, and start crafting your future today. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon. Grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Yeah, you can hear me now. And welcome back to the Painter One Halftime Show here live from Knox West High School. Bill Wilson Field, where the specialists are back out uh, warming up. Corbin Price is booting it from the uh, the opposing 40-yard line, and it is going into the end zone. So the the I think it's it's kind of practice for what could be. Uh, the needed leg of Corbin Price. Yeah, I like the one sock approach. Yeah, that's a that's a thing. That's a thing. Uh, actually, uh, Noah last week had the one uh, kind of leg compression, and the other one was not. I don't I don't know. That must be a style thing, but also probably functional. Uh, but Ben, what's the? Uh, I guess what are the players to watch for for the Red Rebels? I think we know uh, the usual suspects for Knox West, but who needs to who needs to be the big player in the second half for the Rebels to get out of here with a win? I think he's already started to show what he's capable of doing, and that's Gage Ledoux. He has to carry this team offensively, and then when it comes to receiving the football, I think Cannon Johnson has been there. Matthew Clemmer needs to connect on those passes, and I think we could have a really good offensive half. If those two things happen. Yeah, I, I agree with the Gage Ledoux piece. I, I think in the throw game, uh, our attempts have been uh, downfield, kind of long. Uh, I don't want to say low percentage, but less than high percentage uh, shots. Uh, you know, I think it would do do worlds for, for Matthew if there was a way to uh, to get some uh, just completions in the throw game to allow that to, uh, to kind of expand there. Uh, but it looks like uh, Chris is trying to get out with Coach Hunt. And, uh, and we'll try to stay right there with our eyes on him to see uh, when he gets the head football coach out there. But uh, warming up are the quarterbacks. Uh, again, both uh, both Cobble and Clemmer throwing the football. So, uh, again, I don't think any options off the table just to see uh, see if there's a, there's a package that Cobble could come in, uh, just see what's going to happen there. 
but looks like they're continuing to, to warm up. And and let's you know compliment our offensive line. They have a huge task on hand here tonight. There are some really good edge rushers and Mills and Smith, not to mention those linebackers, Carl Lovato back there. But there are some tough defensive playmakers. And when they get pressure on the pocket, obviously with that secondary, it creates potential for turnovers. So Clemmer hasn't made a lot of uh, mistakes in the first half. Let's hope that he continues to do that in the second. Well, and there's a whole other half of football, but I'll go ahead and say it. Mr. Smith, the all-world defensive end pass rusher for Knox West, has not been uh, just uh, just wreaking havoc. Uh, so that's, that is another testament to this offensive line uh, for your Rebels. But uh, looks like Mr. Hips is, is walking towards Coach Hunt. So, Chris, uh, looks like you've got the head football coach down there. I'll, I'll let you take it away. Hey, guys. Yeah, I'm down here with Coach Hunt. Uh, coach Hunt, incredible you know, first half, really hard fault. Both teams playing really tough. Um, what kind of adjustments are we going to look at in the second half? Yeah, we're going to have to make a bunch of them, um, obviously with Noah not playing in the second half. And that's been tough. Eli Elkins is out with a knee injury, and then now with Noah. So our personnel has been a lot different. We're trying to figure all that out. So we'll definitely have to make adjustments. But I'll tell you this, our kids fought their rear ends off that half. Probably one of the best football teams in the state, and we're fighting hard. Defense is playing great. Offense is grinding. So hopefully we can do something get the job done. Yes, sir, and especially with this energy this crowd's providing, too. Good luck, Coach. Hey, uh, again, great words of encouragement by Coach Hunt. Uh, kids are playing their tails off, but that's a guy who knows what's in front of him. He uh, he knows there's uh, different personnel is going to have to be used to get the win here tonight, and I would say the half was spent uh, talking through that. Zeke McCoy uh, is down here working his uh, – working himself uh, into kind of a heated frenzy down here, and so we'll see if he's a playmaker in the second half. Yeah, and just to compliment what Coach Hunt said a few minutes ago, offensively, we talk about that run that Gage Ledoux had. He gets about 10 yards to the second level, makes a spin move off Wren, fights his way, and gets a touchdown. Okay, that's from the offensive side of the football. Defensive side of the football, your captain gets injured. He gets off the field. The stadium gets quiet. You have the composure to come out here and stop that offense after they've been pounding you with Braden Latham. Well, and here's the thing, you know, uh, this is high school football, so they're they're talking a little bit out there, and so I think this is a chess match that that right now uh, we're going to say they're on the attack and we're uh, we're a little bit on the on the on the rebound, but I, I think this is a rebel team, uh, a Maryville rebel team uh, that that they've been they've had adversity this season. They've, they've came up on the short end of two football games, and sometimes scars teach you things, Ben. And, and how you finished against Cleveland is not how you want to finish here tonight. Uh, so I think they're trying to rewrite their story. Yes, it's not going to be with the same personnel, but sometimes the next best Rebel is going to step up and make his way tonight. And, and who's that going to be? I think that's the fun part of what we do. Yeah, these, this team comes out and fights hard in the third quarter every game this season they're ready i'm ready you ready (laughs) man i'm I'm so ready but uh as there's a minute and 45 seconds to go here in the half no band performed here in half here which is kind of odd they kind of got out there and then went back off to the sideline so no band performance here uh at knox west here tonight uh but as they uh kind of corral this thing together let's take us a break uh listen to two quick sponsors and then we'll come back for second half action this has been the painter one halftime show 95.7 duke fm 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 1030. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 665-681-6040. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz and we're here live at Knoxville West High School, Bill Wilson Field. And uh, been 24 minutes to settle this one, and it's been a doozy for the first 24. Yeah, I like the intensity as they line up for this kickoff. D.J. Gillen's going up and down the line, getting people fired up. Corbin Price will kick this one away. He'll kick right to left here on Bill Wilson. And uh, looks like deep for the the West Rebels, uh, looks like we'll be Jacarius Wren. Corbin Price will step it off. He'll uh, start his approach from his own 31-yard line. No wind here at Knox West. Only legs. Kick is away. And it's going to be at the one-yard line. He's going to get a return. There will be a wedge. He'll kick it out wide. He'll get past the first guy, but not the second. And he will be dropped at the 18-yard line. Uh, About a 17-yard return there for Wren. And then Carson Jesse will bring the troops out for Knox West's first possession. Multiple Rebels in on the tackle, including number 85, Tyus Watts. I think I think a lot of this is going to be being quick to the football and then sure on your tackles. These are physical guys, and they're going to try to lean on you. So you just got to be really fundamental in your approach. Carson Jesse will come back to the shotgun formation. He'll have Latham straight behind him, one receiver to the right, three to the left. He's going to move one into motion. It's going to be a bad snap. He's going to have to fall on it, and that's going to be the first break for the Red Rebels. That's going to be a nice loss for Knoxville West as it's going to be a good little loss as it's going to go back to the 13-yard line. It's going to be a loss of about five. What's the old saying? I'd rather hear cows mooing and roosters crowing than horns honking. So right there, ball hits the turf. It's going to be almost a turnover. I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. I don't know how to help. Oh, but anyway, Carson Jesse in shotgun. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Latham's going to go out in the flat. He's going to look to him. He's going to float it out to him, and he's going to get the football, get up field, and then step out of bounds, short of the first down marker, but uh, definitely recovered the uh, the lost yardage and then some. It's going to be third. I'm going to say third and about five to go. Yeah, Caden Latham was the decoy. He went deep down the field and drew Cannon Johnson out of that flat. That opened up the big yardage. 
And again, quickly moved him into, in, into motion late into the, the signal. He's going to change the play. Carson, Jesse, and West on the march. As he's going to get the low snap. He's going to hand it to Latham. He's going to go left side, try to get wide. He does. He's going to get through the first defender, through the second. He's going to get Greengrass in front of him, and he's going to turn on the Jets. 10-5 touchdown West as Braden Latham finds grass, and he can score. Just getting man-to-man coverage out there in the perimeter, and Coach Lamar Brown has taken advantage of it. Well, again, it's it's an easy button for them. Braden Latham, a great athlete, uh, very good vision, and knows how to time his upcut. And uh, he, he gets into the second level, and he's gone. So the Denzo scoreboard has changed. West now leads 23-12 to 12 over your Red Rebels, and they will attempt the PAT. That will be Tyson Seavey uh, to kick that PAT. It is going to be up and good. And now the West advantage is now 24-12. to 11.02 to play here in the third quarter. Quick strike by Knox West. 58-second drive there, Ben. I had to go the distance, went 82 yards. Yeah, the man coverage on the outside and the, and the solo safety in the backfield, it looks like Coach Lamar Brown, when he sees that, he's going to try to get out to that perimeter and rely on his receivers to do some good blocking for Braden Lathan. Well, and to this point, it's, it's served him well. But uh, quick response uh, is going to breed another. I think the Rebels have to get out there and see what they can do on their own offensive sets. But, uh, again, staring down a 12-point deficit now. Uh, just need to get upfield and see what they can get done. But they'll be CB back out to kick this one away. Uh, most of his kicks tonight have been returnable. Again, here tonight, a, a no wind, uh, just a uh, – uh, a cold environment, a little chilly environment as we're outside with everybody. Uh, but uh, it's been a good night of football, pretty night. Yeah, CB had that 42-yard field goal earlier in the football game. It was a pretty kick from the right hash mark. Oh, yeah, pounds per square inch. Uh, CB's pretty athletic. I think he's 5'1", 140 pounds. He's going to kick this one away. It's going to be end over end. Nice kick. He must have heard me talk about him. It's going to go into the end zone. Touchback. And the Rebels will bring it out to the 20-yard line. If you're just joining us, uh, again, Noah Vaughn uh, dinged up early in the, the second quarter. A, a kick return uh, where he got hit and uh, just kind of a freak incident there. Uh, but he came up, had to be helped off to the field, and has been uh, being checked on and worked with uh, since that time. So, uh, again, wish him the best. Uh, initial reports hope that this is, a, is just a one-game deal. But, uh, again, I think more evaluation to come. But Clemmer's going to be in shotgun formation. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it straight to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to get ahead forward, and he is going to push the pile again. I think that's going to be an eight-yard pickup on the play. Running in between the tackles. and gets almost past Jacarius Wren for a big yardage. Yeah, I just love the motor there. As he is, uh, He's almost unwilling to go down as, uh, as he just continues to turn those feet. Second down, two yards to go. Uh, ball on the Maribel. Uh, 28-yard line. Meanwhile, on the sideline, the entire defense is huddled up, making some adjustments. And again, always watching, always trying to get better. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage again. He's going to go straight ahead again, and he's going to get to the 30-yard line near the first down marker, near the line to gain. We'll see if he gets the spot. Makes a nice cut back. Tackle made by number four, John Corvato. They're going to say move those chains. That's a Dwight Price. Of Realty Executives first down. 
That was a dead to rights. They knew what was coming, and he still got two yards, Ben. I love the fight in this kid. Well, again, he, he understands the moment. Uh, his teammate, his friend, uh, dinged up tonight, uh, not going to be able to go in the second half, so he's doing everything he can uh, to shoulder that load. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to give it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to go straight ahead forward, going to pick up a couple again. He's going to get out to the 32-yard line. It's going to bring up second and eight. Yeah, just running in between the hash marks. Tackle made by John Corvato on that one. And if you're just joining us and you're telling yourself both teams are the Rebels, how do I know who has the football? If I'm saying Rebels, I'm talking about Marable. Knox West will be West. Same. Matthew Clemmer will be in shotgun formation. He'll take the snap. He'll hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage gets past the first level, past the second, and he's going to push the pile again near the 40-yard line. I think it's going to be, they're going to say he's just short. Gonna bring up third and one. Silas Cole to beat. He makes the stop. I think they're they're trying to to really get a lot of pressure in the middle to try to get some one on ones out out in the out in the flats to be able to try to work the pass game. Matthew Clemmer is going to have Gage to his left hip pocket. Two receivers to the right. Going to try the hard count. Now he's going to look to the sideline. Third down and a, and about a ball's length. And uh, we're going to see what he does. Checks the play at the line of scrimmage, gets back in shotgun. Takes the snap, going to hand it to Gaze do. He's going to go left side, pushes the pile, gets the first down, and a little bit more. So he's going to get to the 42-yard line. That's just a good job O-line as they uh, as they push the pile. And uh, really, it looked like he ran the back of the offensive lineman, but when that, that's all you got to do. Wayne, that box was filthy. Was there full. was only two guys outside of that box, and Gaze Ledoux still gets that first down. Well, the uh, the effort that that kid gives is uh, it's unquestioned. Uh, so they're going to have two receiver or one receiver to the left, one to the right. Uh, Gage will be to Clemmer's left hip pocket, but they'll look to the sideline for an adjustment. Play clock nears ten, and they're going to change the play. Eight oh five to play here in this third quarter. Again, Maryville trails Knox West twenty four to twelve. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage. He's going to go left side. He's going to back his way across the forty five, and that's going to be a pickup. I'm trying to see. That should be a pickup of about four on the play. Bring up second and six. Makes a, makes a cut back near the left hash mark. Tackle made by number 18, Anderson Smith. Second down, six yards to go. Ball on the Rebel. Uh, 46-yard line as they uh, as they work right to left here on Bill Wilson Field. They'll get back to the line of scrimmage. Clemmer stays in shotgun. He'll have Gage to his, le- or to his right. He'll hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux lowers the shoulder, gets across the 50, and they're going to say the 49-yard line is where he gets on second down. That's going to bring up third and one. Just pummels Ryan Scott on his back. Ryan's getting up a little shaken up. I think you just got to continue to to force the issue. Uh, When you find something that works, go to it till they stop it. Third and one. Again, inside now uh, West Territory. Ball on the West 49-yard line. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun. He's going to actually have D.J. Gillins. He's going to call his own number. Clemmer's going to get ahead forward, and he's going to get right at the stick. Let's see if they give him the, the, the line to gain. They're going to say he gets down to the 47. They're going to say move those chains. That's the white price of Realty Executives' first down bin. A little, little flavor there. Had Gage out in the flat, and they bid. Yeah, John Carl Vato made the tackle. Gage will be back to uh, Clemmer's left hip pocket. They'll have Jax Kirby out to the right-hand side. D.J. Gillins to the left. 
They're going to stack up Jonah Arms there to the left side of the formation. Clemmer takes the shotgun snap, hands to Gage Ledoux. He's going to go right side. He's going to bounce off the first guy, off the second. He'll get inside the West 45-yard line. They're going to stay down to the 43. They had a nice cut back to the middle of the field, eventually taken down by number 14, Braden Latham. It's going to be second down, six yards to go, 6.05 to play here in the third quarter. Heavy dose of Gage Ledoux here in this uh, in this third quarter. Any Anytime you can put some punishment on number 14, Braden Latham, you need to do it because he's going to have to run the football after this drive. Yeah, I think I think that's a really good point there, Ben. Clemmer's going to take the shotgun snap, hands it to Gage again. Gage's going to get free. He's going to get across the 40, across the 35, and down to the 34-yard line, Ben. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He makes a couple cuts like an East Tennessee squirrel, and he gets that first down, doesn't he? That's that old water bug. That's what you call that. But uh, Gage is going to uh, get another first down and reset those chains for his Red Rebels. First and 10. Clemmer in shotgun. He waits for the snap. He's going to look to the sideline. Possible adjustment. Two receivers to the left. Little stack said everything's to the left here on this one. Jonah Arms stacked to the left. Gage Ledoux now will be in the left hip pocket, and they're going to hand it to him. He's going to get around one blocker around the second. He's going to get down to the 33-yard line. That's going to be a pickup, pickup of one. It'll be second nine. Tackle made by Anderson Smith on the counter play. Gage Ledoux just pops right back up. Yeah, this is a, this is a kid that's feeling it. Uh, again, just trying to do what he can uh, for his football team right now. Now they're going to have a receiver on either side, Jax Kirby, DJ Gillins, and Gage Ledoux will be to the left. He's going to take a shotgun snap, hands it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to go right-hand side. He's going to try to stack it up. Bounces off again. He's going to get 20. And then down near the 15-yard line, Gage Ledoux, ladies and gentlemen, cannot be stopped. Went into a crowd and disappeared before our eyes. Bounces out to the outside near the right hash mark and eventually taken down by number three, Marshawn Bowers. I give a little shout-out to Keyshawn Harper, a senior from a year ago. He's turning beast mode on us. <laughs> Gage Ledoux having a com- coming-out party, maybe an understatement. Having himself a night. 4.05 to play here in the third quarter. Again, the clock uh, can become an issue. They're going to hand it to Gage again. He's going to go just right in the gut, and he's going to push the pile ahead forward. I just don't think he knows negative yardage. And they're going to give him down to the 16-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of about two there on first down, second and eight. Multiple West High School football players in on that tackle, including number 15, Ryan Scott. And here's and here's some of the uh, uh, here's some of the uh, adjustments Coach uh, talked about about just using different personnel. And so Jax Kirby, DJ Gillen look to be the receiving options uh, out on here, and they're just stacking up some blockers uh, for the beast that is Gage Ledoux. He's going to get the handoff again. No, no, they're going to fake me out, and they're going to kick it in the flat. I believe that was Jonah Arms. Am I right? Am I right? Yeah. That's old Dinnerbell himself. Old Dinnerbell with the football faked it to Gage Ledoux, and the entire football field, including myself, thought Gage had it. And Clemmer rolls out, hits Dinnerbell in the flat, and Jonah Arms 
Yeah. Uh, looks like set up first and goal. That's another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. It was a great play and well executed with that flank to the left. It opened up the right side of the field. First and goal from the eight-yard line. Clemmeron shotgun. He's going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. He's going to stutter step. Five, four, three, two. Hear it. That's a touchdown, Rebels. Gage Ledoux. Yo-ho, Red Rebel score. And Gage, in full business mode, hands the football to the referee and comes back to the sideline. He's a man at work right now. He has his uh, he has his lunch pail, and he's at work, Ben. Pure leadership right there. Well, that's a guy who knows the moment and is making the most of it. Guys are excited. They're coming over here, getting the crowd fired up. This is a team that doesn't know what's supposed to happen, but they know they're playing their hearts out. Corbin Price to kick the extra point. It is going to be blocked again. That is going to be Jacarius Wren in there again. He's blocked both the extra point attempts. Just comes in from that left side unprotected and blocks the 32. 32. But, uh, but yeah, just just an aggressive play there. But as the Denzo scoreboard has changed, your Rebels now trail Knox West 24 to 18. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. And welcome back to Knox West High School, where your Red Rebels have struck here in the second half. And it is now a six-point ball game. An onside kick attempt. Did we get it? Did we get it? West thinks they have it. Maryville thinks they have it. Let's see what the play is. They're trying to sort this out. A pile of humanity there. We'll see what the call is. They're going to say Knox West ends up under the pile with the football. And I don't know that's how it started, Ben, but that's how it ended. Yeah, it looked like we got our hands on it, and it bounced out, and the West High School team recovered. You know, I don't I don't disagree with that uh, aggressive nature there. I, I know people's going to say it's early, uh, but ultimately uh, they know you're going to do it late, so you've got you've got to pick your poison there. But, uh, again, it will be set up at the, the West 49-yard line as they'll work left to right here on Bill Wilson. Uh, but it's just, uh, whoa. What just happened? There was a there was a meeting with the officials, <laughs> and they have overturned the previous call and given the ball to the Rebels. So a meeting of the minds says they said the wrong Rebels, and it's the one we like now. It's Maribel's football on West's 49-yard line. Well, I'll tell you, this is going to be an emotional match right here. The last 15 minutes of this one is going to be one you want to be a part of. If you're joining us from home, you're probably warmer, but I tell you, this is something to watch. 
Yeah, Lamar Brown is beside himself on the sidelines. Well, and he's going to have to keep his composure or we'll get more out of this. So previous drive, 15 plays, 80 yards, uh, 7 minutes and 55 seconds time of possession. Gase Ledoux is a, has 23 carries for 145 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, just a beast right now. Uh, but they're going to quickly break the huddle. It's going to have Gillens and Kirby out in the flat. You're going to see if Gage Ledoux can do it again. He's going to get the football. He's going to try to get wide. He's going to continue to fight his way around. And we're going to see if they got his face mask. I think that might have been the call there. But West tried to snuff that one out, and it took about four of the West Rebels to get down Gage Ledoux. Yeah, they brought the house, including Jemias Mills. They're going to say a hold against Maryville. They're going to decline that and just get the down versus the yardage. So it's going to be a loss of five, so very much, uh, pretty much a wash. Uh, but second down, 15 to go. As a uh, first negative play here in the second half for, for Gage Ledoux. Looks like Gage wanted a little bit of uh, clarity on uh, what he has to do to his face mask for that to be seen. There's your adjustment, Wayne. If you're going to continue to run with Gage, they're going to continue to bring six rushers. Yeah, that box is is full as they're going to have two receivers to the left. They're going to try to deliver out in the flat to Gillens. Gillens going to try to get wide. He's going to get across the 50. He's going to get down near the 45-yard line. That's going to be a nice pickup. That's going to be a pickup of about eight on second down. Or Sorry, yes, on second down. That's going to bring up third Third and about six. Pass out in the perimeter to number two, D.J. Gillens. He makes a nice spin move. And number two was tackled by number two, Jacarius Wren. Well, and he had to recover to make that tackle as uh, D.J., when he turned up field, uh, the defender slipped. He was one gear away from a big score. Third and six upcoming. Ball on the west 45-yard line as the Rebels exercise right to left here on Bill Wilson Field. Matthew Klimmer in shotgun formation will have trips to the right, one to the left, and we'll have Price Davis in the backfield. They're going to flip it out to Price in the flat. It is going to be tip-drilled and picked off by Knox West, and that is a that's an amazingly unfortunate sequence there. Price doing everything he can to come down with it and just couldn't get it corralled in. Yeah, ball was thrown a little high. Price did everything he could to corral, to, to corral it and bring it in. It was tipped, and number 18, Anderson Smith, makes the interception. Gives the West Rebels great field position. They'll give them forward progress to the Rebel 49-yard line. And Carson Jesse, a little do si but it's been a long time since he's seen the football, and uh, he's back out there. Defense out there for the Red Rebels. Carson Jesse takes the snap for West. He's going to hand it to Latham. Latham's going to go to the left side, and he's going to try to get wide. And uh, nothing much doing. He's going to pick up about three on first down. Second and seven upcoming. Tried to get to the outside. Number 23, Ty Elder, in on the tackle. Went to the short side of the field. Not necessarily how they've used him most of the night. Usually use the wide side. Uh, but looks like they, they continue to like the left side. Carson Jesse will have two receivers to the left, one to the right. Looks like he'll have a new backer in there with him. Carson Jesse takes the snap. He's going to hand it off. That's going to be number 10, I believe. Uh, that's going to be the, the second carry uh, for him. That's going to be Silas Cole. And how about the elder statesman? Ty Elder just breaks downhill, makes a tackle. 
cause a third down right here. Another pickup of three. It'll be third and three as we're now under a minute to play here in the third quarter. You talk about that side, Wayne. Cannon Johnson has 30 tackles, 23 solo on the year. I mean, six tackles for a loss, one forced fumble. You don't like to go to that side. Third and three as Carson Jesse literally has to manually move his uh, his right tackle to left. Carson Jesse wanted a hard count, no call. And there's going to be a flag. And I think that's that's a false start. That's back him up in. And that's going to make a third and three. Now third and eight. Again, center of the field's where the football is. Uh, got a lot of options here. Uh, you got to think they don't have Latham into the football game right now. Uh, so we'll see if they, they lean on uh, number 10, Silas Cole. Or if uh, if they throw the football, Jacarius Wren has not been a, a big factor in the throw game. Carson Jesse will stay in shotgun. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Jacarius Wren is out there with Dr. Jones. Lamar Brown doesn't like what he sees. Lamar Brown will take a timeout. Let's take one with him. A Lee Franks of volunteer home mortgage timeout. Under or actually, that's the end of the third quarter. Your Rebels trail Knox West 24 to 18. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. And welcome back to the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, uh, 12 minutes to decide this one, and it's a one-score football game on the road for your Red Rebels. Looks like West will have a third and eight upcoming. Carson Jesse takes the snap. He's going to look to throw it. It's going to short arm it, and it's going to fall incomplete, and it'll be fourth down. He he heard the footsteps of Peyton Cooper. The intended receiver was going to be Jackson Llewellyn, as uh, he is in his first catch, 5'9", 150-pound sophomore. But, again, yeah, Carson Jesse either heard footsteps or it's cold on him, too, and he short-armed it. Uh, but either way, it's going to be fourth down. It looks like West will be in pump formation. Looks like that will also, is that still number 16? Is that still uh, Tyson Seavey? Going to get the kick, and he's going to get that one away. No, that's a new punter or a different punter. That's going to be Jones Ballig, and it is going to be fair caught by the Red Rebels. And that's where they'll uh, that's where they'll take over. It'll be first and ten. Red Rebels ball on their own 16-yard line. Here comes old reliable Gage Ledoux. Again, I don't think you you chalk up that turnover in the last offensive series to anything but effort. There again, uh, Price Davis doing everything he could to make a positive play for his football team, and just really, uh, I think Wren was in the place to make that that play. Yeah, that's a tough play because you don't know what's on on the sideline. There might be a corner in the flat. Well, and he doesn't tell you, hey, I'm going to pick it. Hey, I'm going to pick it. 
Or, or Clemmer will be in shotgun formation. He'll take the snap. He's going to hand it to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to go straight ahead forward. We're going to see if he picks up a yard, maybe two on the play. He's going to bring up second long. Just running in between the tackles. Tackle made by number four, John Carl Vato. Yeah, and again, he's a he's a guy that's had uh, he's had his work cut out for him, and he's performed to this far for Knox West. Eleven twenty-six to play here in the fourth. Yeah, he was a guy who played two games last season, got injured, and sat out the rest of the season. Matthew Clemmer will be in shotgun. He'll have Gage to his right. He'll have one receiver to either side. He's going to give it to Gage Ledoux. No, call his own number. And not much doing there as he's going to lose yardage back to the 15-yard line. Just I think he saw something that made him pull it out of Gage's pocket and uh, and just really West uh, collapsed on him at that point. It's going to bring up third and long. Yeah, C.J. Smith wasn't fooled on that RPO. He was sitting there waiting for Clemmer to take it himself. Third and 13 upcoming. It's a huge play here for Maryville's offense, but uh, maybe maybe one of the larger plays for West's defense. Price Davis will be in the backfield with Matthew Clemmer. Two receivers left, two to the right. They're going to have Gage Ledoux out in the flat. I like that play. They're going to take the snap, low snap. He's going to get it. Now try to throw it over the middle, and it is going to go in and out of the hands of West. But there's going to be a flag on the play. Is that defensive P.I. could be a game changer for the Rebels. I think they held on to the back of Cannon Johnson while he was making that 10-yard post route. Trying to see. Looks like it is going to be against Knox West, and they are going to march it off. So should be a fresh set of downs and a new opportunity for this Maryville offense. Remember what I said about the cows and the roosters? And the... I mean, I tried to write it down, but it's cold. My pen was out of ink. I mean, there's a lot of reason. <laughs> 10:25 to play in this one. Maryville trails Knox West 18 to 24, and uh, again, Maryville's offense on the field, marching left to right. Matthew Clemmer at the controls in shotgun formation. He's going to move Cannon Johnson into motion. He's going to hand off to Gage Ledoux. He's going to spin off the first defender, get almost off the second defender, and then push the pile ahead to the 34-yard line. Going to be a nice pickup there on first down. Yeah, made a nice spin move, tried to start to head towards the Maribel sidelines before he was eventually taken down by Jack Keith, the five foot seven, 167-pound freshman. Second down, six yards to go. Again, Gage Ledoux, post Noah Vaughn's injury, has exploded for this Maribel offense. Clemmer's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Gage again. He's going to go straight ahead forward, get past the first defender. Gets a third, fourth West Rebel and pushes way to a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. He carried about five West High School kids on his back before he was eventually taken down. I can hear San, uh, yeah, Sandra Bullock say it now. Run the dang ball, Bert. <laughs> it's, it's happening. It's happening. Gates Ledoux doing everything he can to do it. 9.30 to play in this one, and Gage Ledoux uh, just uh, just trying to win it singularly for, for this Maryville football team. Clemmer's going to hand it to him again. He's going to stutter step. He's going to push the pile again. He's going to get inside West Territory to the 48-yard line, and that's that's another about six-yard pickup for, for, for Gage Ledoux. About got my, my wallet out and tried to pay for a whistle. <laughs> well, at, at some point, it's amazing. When you want the play to continue, they blow it early. And then when you want it to be play, called dead, 
Uh, they'll let it go and go, and you're knowing about three or four people is going to get hurt. Runs up the right right hash mark, eventually taken down by Jameis Mills. Second down, four yards to go. Ball now inside West Territory. Clemmer to take the shotgun snap. Now he's going to flip it out to D.J. Gillins. D.J. gets the football, gets past the first defender. He's going to try to stiff arm the second guy, and he's going to get pushed out of bounds. Possible late hit. I think the Rebel faithful would enjoy it, but uh, no call. No call. A lot of contact out of bounds there, but no flag on the play. They're going to give him a one-yard forward progress. It's going to bring up third and three. Threw that ball high as well. DJ still comes down with it. Gets knocked out of bounds. Clemmer looks to the sideline. It's going to be Jax Kirby to the left side of the formation, the lone receiver. DJ Gillins, the lone receiver to the right. Gage Ledoux in the backfield with Matthew Clemmer. They're going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. They're going to put Gage to his left hip pocket. Takes the snap, hands it to Gage. Gage is going to, he almost got past the West defender, and they're going to drop him in the backfield for a huge loss. Nobody fooled on that one. Number 59, Jameer Turner gets in the backfield. He's a transfer from out of state. Six foot four, 300 pounder from Fort Wayne, Indiana. As big as he is, I'm not sure he's not the other state. So he is a, he's a big one. But uh, it's going to be fourth down, fourth down and seven, and they're going to send the punt unit on. Clemmer is on there. Looks like Gage Ledoux will be in punt uh, in punt formation. So just kind of watch this uh, watch this punt. 7.55 to play. Corbin Price in punt. He's going to get the snap cleanly, and he'll punt this one away. And it'll go to the 20-yard line. But it looks like there was a whistle prior to the uh, to the kick. Be a delay a game. Delay a game against the Rebels, so it'll back them up. I think that, that penalty in itself takes away the fake. But... Uh, looks like Corbin was sold out to uh, to kick that one anyway. Need lots of leg on this. Need lots of leg. Well, I think you got to get it to turn over and maybe uh, get them to get out of the way. Jacarius Wren will be deep. Do over was called. <laughs> Do over. Corbin Price again will stand on his own 30-yard line. He'll get the snap. And he'll kick this one away. It is a nice one, end over end. Jacarius Wren will take it, and he's wanting to return it. He's going to try to get wide. It's going to be a block in the back, no call. And Jacarius Wren gets across midfield, and he's going to get pushed out of bounds in Rebel territory. And you got to catch that. you got to catch that. A backside mugging. The faithful are calling for a block in the back. But 7.34 remains, a huge return by Jacarius Wren, and West is set up inside Red Rebel territory, and they will uh, start this next drive at the Rebel 35-yard line. Again, if you're just joining us, Maryville does trail Knox West uh, 18-24, to uh, and a, a lot of uh, stuff to unpack in this one. It's going to be Carson Jesse. Uh, he's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Latham. Latham's going to stutter step. Gets through the first level and won't get through the second as he'll be tackled at the 31-yard line, uh, but not after a pickup of about four yards. Eventually taken down by Peyton Cooper. They're within field goal range here, Wayne. You just got to get them off the field, however that happens. 
You need offensive possessions. Jesse's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Silas Cole. Silas gets wide, and he's going to get a head forward. Let's see where they call him out of bounds. Looks like he's going to be near the 22-yard line. They're going to say move the chains. That's going to be a first down west. It's about five yards. Makes a cut towards the sidelines. Peyton Cooper goes over and makes a tackle. Carson Jesse's going to hand off to Cole again. He's going to go straight up the gut. He's going to get past the first level, get inside the 20-yard line, down to the 19, and then be stopped by a host of Rebels. Just run it right between the right between the center and the guard there. Gets tackled by Peyton Cooper. Second and six. Again, just a lot of emotion poured out here tonight. Again, a lot of Rebels on the defensive side have poured it out. And then, like I said, the, uh, the emotional kind of push by Gage Ledoux to really, uh, I don't know, just uh, just hit another gear. Carson, Jesse, and shotgun. He'll take it. He's going to hand it to Latham. Latham's going to get to the left side, get wide. He's going to get upfield. He's going to get through that last defender, and he is going to get into the end zone. And I believe that's going to be, that is a touchdown on the field, but looks like Laundry may take it away from him going to be a hold against Knox West, so the light show is for naught as it will back up the West Rebels. Again, Latham to that left side has been dangerous just because when he gets moving, that's a huge kid to bring down. Again, Braden Latham trying to get his size here. Uh, he is six foot, 191 pound. This is the worst part, Ben, junior. And that time, they tried to test the waters with Cannon Johnson. They have typically gone to Hutton Jones' side. That time, they went on Cannon's side, and Jacarius Wren gets called for the hold because Cannon was fighting through that through that block. When again, 6.08 to play in this one. No one will question emotion uh, here tonight on either side. Carson Jesse's going to push Cole out in the flat, and he's going to try to get it to him. He's going to deliver it out in the flat, and Cole is going to get ahead forward down near the 15-yard line. That's going to be short of the first down, but they're going to give him the 14-yard line. Ball thrown out in the flat. Hutton Jones was not fooled that time. He stayed home and made the tackle. It's going to be third, about a yard. Down the yard. They're going to look to the sideline. I think at this point, uh, Coach Lamar Brown is interested in, in kind of using the full uh, allotment on the play clock. Third down, one yard to go. Huge play for the Rebel defense. As they're going to hand it to Latham, he's going to go right side. He's going to get free, and he's going to walk his way into the end zone. Touchdown West. Latham just cuts back and hits that C gap and goes towards the right, towards the far pylon. Touchdown. 519 to play. Again, that is now a 12-point deficit here. We're just going to see where uh, what they do here. That's interesting uh, that they're going to kick the extra point. It's going to be a 13-point advantage. It's going to be 31 for West, 18 for your visiting Red Rebels. And, uh, Ben, uh, it's just uh, it's do or die time. 5-19 to play. Your two touchdowns down. Two touchdowns win it, uh, but you got to keep them from scoring. Let's take us a quick break. Listen to one fine sponsor. When we come back, uh, we'll talk uh, the last 5-19 here at, at West High School. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. 
Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600. Or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. And welcome back to Knox West High School and the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Ben, uh, it's been a battle here tonight at Knox West and the West Rebels right now uh, in firm control. 13-point advantage over the Red Rebels. And uh, it's it's gut check time as the Rebels have to respond. Plenty of time left. But you gotta, you got to make something happen through the air, Wayne. CB's going to kick it, and D.J. Gillens is going to return it. He's going to get wide and get near the, the 15-yard line, and they're going to cut him down short of it. They're going to give him the 12. Slung down by number two, Jacarius Wren. Yeah, just wanted to make something of it. Tried to stiff arm Jacarius Wren, and that big body just uh, kind of got over top of D.J. Gillens. Matthew Clemmer will come out for the Red Rebels. Uh, we'll lead the troops. I'll be interested how much the throw game becomes a factor here. As Matthew Clemmer will have Gage Ledoux to his left hip pocket. They'll have Jax Kirby to the left, three receivers to the right. He's going to take a three-step drop, wants to throw it, going to have to tuck it and run, and he's going to run and walk himself out of bounds. That's going to be a nice little gainer for him. He's going to get to the 16-yard line. It's going to be a pickup of about five on, on first down. That's a that's a nice place to be, second and five, second and six. Yeah, they had good coverage on the outside. C.J. Smith brought the pressure from the edge. He was able to cut in and get to the outside and get some positive yardage. Yeah, like the uh, like the decision not to force it at that point. He's going to roll the pocket to the left here or to the right, and he's going to try to get it to D.J. Gillens. He does, and the catch is made. And move those chains. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives. First down. Nice play there. Yeah, nice end around route. He just comes back and makes a nice catch near the sidelines. Nice catch, DJ. Well, just go against what they're doing. They're bringing a ton of pressure, so just kind of a, you know, flush that out and then just find the guy in the flat. You don't have to get it all back right here. Matthew Klimmer takes the shot. He's going to hand it. No, he's going to keep it, and he looks to throw it. Tipped at the line of scrimmage, and it's going to fall incomplete. little fake handoff to, uh, to Price Davis, and then he is going to try to throw it. Tipped at the line. That one just didn't have a chance. Yeah, Jameis Mills got his hands up and, blo- and got his hand on the football there. Under five to play in this one. Again, West leads Maryville 31 to 18. And again, I think uh, there's all kinds of reasons why that's a big deal. But right now, the big deal is can the Rebels on offense cut into this lead? Matthew Clemmer's going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. He's going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. And Price Davis will push the pile ahead forward. He's going to pick up a couple. Tackle eventually made by John Sartell. That play right there was designed to get them in reasonable yardage for third down. So the coaches have a play drawn up right here to get that first down. Third and eight trips to the left. Clemmer's throwing all the way. He's going to deliver out in the flat to Price Davis. Price can get the football, try to get ahead forward. And they're going to get it ahead to the 31-yard line. 
That's all. So he's going to need uh, some yardage here on fourth down. Didn't get a great spot there. Ryan Scott makes the tackle near the sideline. It's going to be fourth and about three yards to play. All right, and this is there is no punting the football from here on in. 4-10 to go. Offense still on the field. It's going to be Clemmer's going to throw the football. He's going to hit the receiver out in the flat. Trying to see who that is. That's going to be Zeke McCoy with the sure hands, and that's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Huge play, nice control by Clemmer to deliver that pass, get the big first down. Does a quick slant on the left hash mark, eventually taken down by Jacarius Wren. Nice play call. Going to be Clemmer's going to fake the handoff. He's going to deliver out in the flat to Gage Ledoux. Gage gets the football, gets out of bounds, and he's going to get up to the 43-yard line, 44 maybe. Let's see where they spot it. They're going to give him the 44. It's going to be a nice pickup, second and six. Anderson Smith had some space on him there in the perimeter. Eventually makes the tackle. 3.41 to play in this one. Rebels still uh, still running plays on their side of the 50. I think tempo, we've, we've got to continue to push that. I don't know if some, it looks like somebody may have a timeout or they're wanting to talk about it. Is somebody, I, we can't see. There may be a player uh, dinged up here on the Maribel sideline. We just can't see it. As they as they take uh, attention to this this young man, uh, let's uh, let's take a break. Uh, I'm not sure who it is on the sideline just yet, uh, but we'll take our break. And when we come back, uh, more fourth quarter action here for the Twin City Certified in Maryville Game of the Week. You're listening to Rebel Radio. Got a paint project, but your life is crazy busy? Let Keith Lane of Painter One Knoxville do it for you. Painter One is your first choice for all your painting needs. Paint really does have a powerful impact on mood, perception, and emotion. A warm, vibrant interior or reinvigorating outside walls? Trust Painter One. Exceptional customer service and communication. Two-year warranty and more. Renew your space. Renew your life with Painter One Knoxville. Online at PainterOne.com. Painter One is a proud sponsor of Maribel high school football and welcome back to knox west high school just an update that was gage ledoux they were checking on he is now walking behind the 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 sideline there uh looks to be uh looks to be okay uh but they were checking on him there uh intended play uh, was going to be a throw uh it was broken up by knox west could have been a pi call uh, no call so it will be third and five they're going to move Price Davis out in the flat. Clemmer takes a snap. He's going to look to get it to Zeke McCoy. He does. Gets into West Territory down to the 49-yard line. That's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. And, uh, now they've got to pick up the tempo. Three and a half to play, Ben. Brought a little pressure from the linebackers on that side. Zeke McCoy does a button hook, makes a nice catch. Clemmer will take the shotgun snap again. He's going to fake the handoff, looks to throw it again. He's going to get it, I believe, to Zeke McCoy again. And Zeke's wanting to fight for it and get near the 40-yard line. West ripping at the football. Good job by Zeke holding on to that one. About a seven-yard post route, eventually taken down by number four, John Carlbato. Nice yeah. throw by Clemmer, a nice catch. Yeah, seven turn 11 as he's going to pick up 11. And another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. 
Clemmer now trying to pick up the tempo. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Wants Price Davis in the flat. Going to shrug him off. Now he delivers out in the flat over the head of Price. And it's going to fall incomplete. Felt a lot of pressure there. And I think he also saw number 18, Anderson Smith, in the backfield. Just decided to throw it high and out of bounds on the sidelines. Yeah, I I don't know that it was going to be very positive because there was a defender dead to rights in front of Price Davis. So, so maybe a good incompletion here. Clemmer's going to be in shotgun. Trips to the right, one to the left. Going to have Price in the backfield. Fakes to Price. He's going to have to tuck it. No, he's going to throw it. And it just in and out. It jacks Kirby intended receiver. And just a little wide. Falls incomplete, third and ten. Matthew Clemmer had a lot of pressure on him in the pocket, and he maneuvered his way out of the pocket. That out route was there. It's just a very difficult play as he had to turn his shoulders to make that throw. Yeah, always rolling to the left for a right arm thrower is, is going to be a very difficult out. So it's going to bring up third down, 10 yards to go. Maryville's scrimmages on the west 38-yard line going left to right here on Bill Wilson. Clemmer's going to take the snap, a little three-step drop, going to step up in the pocket. Now he's going to tuck it, see if he can't get some yardage, and he's going to get inside the 35-yard line, down to the 33, 32 maybe. And that's where he's going to come to rest. So uh, it's going to be fourth down upcoming and a couple West Rebels on the field. I don't know if that looks to maybe be cramping. Yeah, Blake Heckman did an excellent job on that right side blocking C.J. Smith and giving Clemmer time to make something out of nothing. Clemmer's going to pick up five there on that one. Uh, Looks like West is number 55 is who kind of looks like was cramping up right there, but he's going to walk off himself. That's Jermaeus Mills, and a guy who's played a ton of minutes here tonight as well. Yeah, he had the blocked field goal at the beginning of the football game. But that's going to give a uh, de facto timeout. And uh, let's jump down uh, to our field reporter, Mr. Chris Hibbs. Chris, what's the what's the prognosis down there, buddy? Yeah, but guys, uh, so it looks like we're just going to have to get this quick score right here, you know, especially being down two, two touchdowns. It's going to have to get a quick score, you know, hopefully get the onside kick. You know, I think the coaches are working on that play right now to try to get a quick score here in the next uh, one or two plays. It's what we need, what we got to have. Thanks, Chris. Again, out of the uh, the kind of, I don't know, disjointed timeout there. Uh, it's going to be fourth down, five yards to go. I j- again, just need the first down to keep this one moving. It's going to be Clemmer, going to take a little flat-footed step. He's going to roll the pocket to the right, going to have to get rid of it, and Clemmer's going to take the sack. And they do not see the face mask that was, I mean, I don't I don't know how you missed that, Ben. I, no, yeah, number 44 gets in the backfield, sacks Clemmer, but hands were to the face for sure. No, no call. No call. And so inevitably the, the answer is uh, West will uh, get the football back here. Coach Hunt is making sure that the official there right on the Maryville sideline understands uh, his frustration, and uh, but I'm not sure it's going to make uh, make the difference. First down, 10 to go for Knox West as they lead 31 to 18, 216 to play in this one. And being a former quarterback himself, anytime you get hands to the face of a quarterback, it's not just about the penalty, it's the player. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's the bigger thing. Carson Jesse's going to hand it to Latham. Latham's going to get wide. Gets through the first defender, through the second. He's going to try to cut wide. He continues to fight, and he's going to get into Maryville territory. 
down to the 41, 42-yard line. And that's uh, that's going to be a first down west. Makes a couple cuts and gets to the outside before Hutton Jones takes him down. 2.07 to play in this one. Again, Rebels need a stop, need a turnover uh, to be able to get back, uh, get back and try to get on offense. What's being sorted out over there? Sure. Do you know what's going on over there? Latham checks back into the football game. Maddox Stott has checked in. Well, there was gonna. There is some penalty against the Red Rebels. I haven't seen what that is, but they mark it off. It will be first and ten west from the Rebel uh, 26-yard line. 2:03 to play in counting. Under two to play. It's a late hit, Wayne. Okay. 150 to play. It looks like they're just going to try to drain this clock. Uh, Maribel uh, does have timeouts to use, uh, so we'll see when they when they choose to do that. It's going to be Carson Jesse. He's going to hand it off to Latham again. Latham's going to try to get right, and he is going to be slung down yet again. And quickly, the Rebel defense uh, gets their hands up and walks back. Tries to get to the outside. Peyton Cooper doesn't lose his intensity. Makes a nice tackle. Minute 20 to play. As they're going to check out, uh, looks like Maddox Stodd. They'll check in Frankie Diaz. Looks like Carson Jesse. They're just draining this play clock as it we're nearing a minute to play here in this one. Uh, you know, I... I I don't want to take away what Knox West has done here tonight. Uh, they've played a heck of a football game. Uh, they they have playmakers that's good enough to win this football game, uh, but just uh, just not the night we had hoped for here in, in Knoxville. Uh, Latham's going to get the football. He's going to try to fight his weights for a first down. Not going to get there as it's going to be. He's going to come to rest at the 25-yard line. A host of rebels in on that tackle. 33 seconds to play, so one more snap, uh, we'll do it. Looks like they may may elect not to snap this one. This looks like the game clock is under the play clock, and so this may be how this one comes to a close. Ben, a lot of fight on the Red Rebel side. You got to be proud of how the guys pre- represented themselves. Again, lost your uh, your star player, uh, lost Noah Vaughn, but then the emergence of what Gage Ledoux did here tonight. Uh, that's huge in itself. But as the uh, the West Rebels come to the 50-yard line to meet the Maryville Red Rebels, uh, it is going to be a victory for Knoxville West uh, here on their senior night uh, over Maryville 31-18. to Let's take a break, listen to some of these great sponsors. When we come back, we'll have the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show and where we name the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We'll be right back. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group, the right home with the right price. 
Not satisfied with your current pest control service or looking to get that process started? Call Heath Barberry at Common Sense Pest Control, providing outstanding protection of your health and property while delivering exceptional customer service right here in Blount County. Available services include general pest, mosquito, and rodent control, as well as time-out protection and much, much more. For personalized service, call Heath Barberry at 865-389-7412 or email info at commonsensepc.com. Again, phone number is 865 865- 389-7412. Also, find them on Facebook at Common Sense Pest Control. And remember, if you want bugs dead, you've got to use common sense. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing. Remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. Let's run some numbers. Rates are still at historic lows, and we might save you some money. Again, I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500 or text VOLUNTEER to 33655. NMLS 1641325. We sure are proud of our Rebels. Not the outcome we wanted, but, uh, well, our guys worked their tails off. Hey, let's look back at tonight's gritty performance on the 95.7 Duke FM postgame show. A full game recap final stats, and updates from games around the area. Also, the guys will name the Smoky Mountain Axe House Player of the Game. I know who gets my vote. And welcome back to Rebel Radio here live from Knox West High School, where the Rebels have fallen to the Knox West Rebels by a score of 31-18. to I'm Wayne Kaiser. Ben and Chris are on the field getting our, our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, but uh, can't say enough about the heart of this football team. A lot of adversity. Uh, Noah Vaughn uh, went down early in the second quarter. Uh, Gage Ledoux came out and really uh, admirably filled in there in the running back role. Defense played their tails off, forced two turnovers uh, to really give the Rebels a couple extra opportunities uh, to try to draw this thing near. And just not in the cards tonight as Lamar Brown's West Rebels uh, came to play. They're, uh, they're now 9-0 and uh, and deservingly so. Victories over Maribel now and Alcoa, uh, two, two out-of-conference, two out-of-division uh, out victories. Uh, that hopefully is going to serve them well as they move forward in 5A football. Do wish them uh, all the best as they uh, more than likely, uh, barring any major upset, uh, should hoist a gold ball later later this year. Uh, but uh, for the Red Rebels, uh, here final stats provided by Ken Main. Uh, again, just a, a huge night, a coming out party, if you will, for Gage Ledoux. 29 carries, 161 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Noah Vaughn, nine 
uh, rushes, 25 yards and a touchdown. Price Davis, two for three. And then Matthew Clemmer had some attempts, but after sacks uh, did not reach positive yardage. Uh, Zeke McCoy, the leading receiver here tonight, uh, three receptions, 25 yards. DJ Gillins, three catches, 19 yards. Cannon Johnson, one catch for 12 yards. Noah Vaughn, one for eight. Jonah Arms, one for eight. And Jax Kirby, one for six. And then kickoff returns, Noah Vaughn, two uh, returns for 55 yards. And DJ Gillins, two for 28 yards. Your totals, your team totals, again, 31 to 18 was the final score. Uh, but 16 first downs for the Red Rebels, uh, 12 for Knox West. Uh, rushing plays, 48 carries for 173 yards for Maryville, 30 carries for 262 for Knox West. Passing yards, Rebels with 88 and Knox West with 72. Uh, so total offense, 71 plays for 261 for Maryville and 39 plays for 334 for Knox West. Uh, just uh, just a really nice performance, a gritty performance by Knox West uh, because they did turn the football over twice. Uh, that would have been the recipe for disaster in past years. Uh, but Carson Jesse, Jacarius Wren, and Braden Latham, uh, that's the three-headed monster that really uh, makes this thing click. And they uh, they did their job tonight and, uh, and was very successful. Uh, but... Uh, again, don't want to take anything away from the Rebels. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of positives happened tonight. Uh, it just didn't equal out to a win. Again, ran into a really good football team over here uh, in West Knoxville, and uh, and Lamar Brown is and should be uh, very proud of his football team. Uh, we would look around the area. Uh, we do that often, uh, but really uh, tonight, uh, I think, uh, really need to to kind of be with our our fans, be with our our players here down here, and we're gonna we're gonna jump down here shortly and talk to our uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. But uh, Mr. Hips, uh, do we have you down there? I know you may not have our player of the game yet, but uh, I guess what's your takeaway from tonight's uh, upset loss uh, to Knox West? Yeah, Wayne. I mean, it was a tough loss. I mean, you got to give it to West. They played a tough game. Uh, you know, just a couple big plays that didn't go in our favor, and some big plays that went West's favor. Um, Got to give it to this young Maribel team. Though. They fought hard, fought all the way to the fourth quarter, and unfortunately just came to the short end of the deal. And, uh, and again, you know, we talk about the streak, and, and I think that's going to be in every uh, newspaper over the next few days, probably the next week. Uh, but really, uh, this is a Knox West team that, uh, that they, they are deserving of, of a team that would beat that record. Uh, it's, it's, not a, it's not a fluke win. It's not anything. Uh, this is a team that's geared up to win a lot of football games, and they've they've not lost one yet. Yeah, and like I said, West is just a great team. You know, wish them all the luck at 4A. Like I said, this is Maribel. Um, you know, we're gonna bounce back. We got another game next week. You know, like Coach Hunt always says, on to the next one. Well, and ultimately, uh, the Cleveland game is the only thing that impacted our trajectory to the postseason, uh, as uh, Alcoa and now West our non-conference losses but uh as we uh as we kind of break the huddle here uh i think it's without saying there's a lot of people that that showed heart and grit uh to get the smoky mountain axe house player of the game uh but our vote almost unanimous uh mr frankie diaz i think that's a great pick right chris yeah i mean he had an incredible game a lot of time in the backfield got some big sacks made some big hits and also one big uh fumble uh forced fumble in the game as well yeah, he, he was hungry all night, and looks like Ben is, uh, has kind of got him to you. And so uh, 
As soon as you got, as soon as you guys are ready, take it away. Yeah, Wayne, I'm down here with Mr. Frankie Diaz, a monster in the backfield tonight. I mean, a big force fumble uh, right there before halftime. A couple of good sacks. Uh, I think your dad even pointed you got a little touch sack because the guy fell down. You made sure to touch him first. But, I mean, you were living in the backfield. It seemed like you were a lot of emotion, a lot of heart tonight. You know, incredible game by you. And, of course, um, tell me this. Uh, it seemed like they kept trying to double team you and trying to push you out of the way. Uh, what did you see from their offense tonight? Well, at first, they honestly didn't double team as much as any other team. But as you can see, right after half, they fixed that, and it really helped their offense. It really did a lot for them. It was, it was hard to keep up with that. Uh, what did you see from their quarterback? I know it seemed like they relied heavily on their run. You know, was your game plan today trying to keep him in the pocket, keep him from rolling out on you guys? Uh, we knew that he wasn't um, mainly run quarterback. We knew he was going to try and throw it if he could. So we knew that their number 14 was a great running back, and we're going to have to stop him from that vertical run. Yes, sir. And then, you know, like I said, we, this week was a tough loss. You know, it's going to be a tough loss. But we got it next week, especially with the uh, chance to win the conference out and win next week. Um, what kind of adjustments are you wanting from your defense, and what are you looking at for next week against Bradley Central? All I can ask of us is to all of us do our jobs, and we'll get what we want. You heard it here first from Mr. Frankie Diaz, this week's player of the game. Ready for next week, another big matchup. Thank you, Frankie. Thanks, Chris. Just make sure that he knows and the rest of the team knows how proud we are of the way they performed tonight. But, uh, but you know, I think they put that in perspective as, as Ben and Chris will continue to, to kind of unfold this thing uh, on the football field down there. Uh, just, a, just a matchup uh, that, that didn't go in our favor. But I think, you know, there's still a lot in front of us. You can win the region next week with a win over Bradley Central. Uh, some would argue that is the pinnacle of your season. And, uh, and really, uh, with the recent history and success of Maryville, uh, this three-loss regular season seems to be uh, a big deficit. But uh, I think you, you can fix all that with victories down the stretch, and that all starts uh, this next week. But to sign off here from West High School, the Red Rebels have traveled to West Knoxville and have fallen to the to Knox West Rebels. That means uh, they will fall to six and three on the season, and West will improve to nine and zero and remain unbeaten. Final score from West High School: the West Rebels thirty-one, the Maryville Red Rebels eighteen. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take time to thank all that make this broadcast possible. Thanks to the great administration at Maryville High School and Athletic Director Landon Harris for always taking care of us and keeping us up to date as as much as possible. Thanks to all the sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks thanks to ken main for the up-to-minute stats each and every week and and especially tonight and a special thanks back to miss laura at the studio for getting us in and out of the breaks all night long but for ben metz chris hips and uh frankie diaz i'm wayne kaiser and you've listened to rebel radio if you're leaving the stadium or on the road home take care be safe and yes go rebels go rebels Get M's and then stack them Don't let nothing distract us Excuse me, Mr. DJ Pretty girls get loud Now let me hear you say